Hello everybody and welcome to Season 2, Episode 9 of the LARP Lounge. Today we'll be talking about backgrounds and their importance. Uh, and as uh, Tarquin mentioned, the importance of not like uh, writing yourself into a corner. But we'll go into that a little bit more. Oh, yeah. So today's guest we have is Frick Rackham. We had Frack Rackham a few weeks ago. We now have Frick. And as I mentioned earlier, this is Tarquin, Tarquin Precious. So before we get started, I have a question that I ask everybody, and I'll have you guys both answer it individually. But uh, um, what does LARP mean to you? So uh, I don't want to date myself. I've been LARPing for just a few years. (laughs) (laughs) A quick story. There was um, one of my old, old friends who started LARPing with us years and years ago. He started LARPing with... uh, these zebra striped pants on, right? Uh, he was very much an introvert and had no friends and uh, LARPed with us for many, many years. It's not LARPing anymore, but it really changed his life, mm. right? So it's an outlet for many, many people and um, it's a healthy outlet and um, it gets you outside. And, you know, you make lifelong friends. I mean, I have friends, you know, I've, I've known you for... 20, like a, 25 years. No, yeah. not that old. But, but um, <laughs> make lifelong friends, and that's a really healthy outlet uh, if you take it that manner. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, I, I, everything that uh, the Frick said, I, I completely concur with. Um, I, I'd also like to add in there, I mean, years ago, and again, I am dating myself. Shh. And that is gray hair, by the way. Um, <laughs> it's curly. <laughs> um, um, I remember when I was in high school, and, and even maybe a little bit before, um, when I would start getting together and, and playing D and D with my friends. It, it gave a nice uh, uh, outlet uh, with friends that you could feel, you know, they, that you could uh, express yourself in different ways, uh, and instead of like having the feeling of going out into public, so to speak, and then saying, oh, I'm this complete extrovert, and, oh, you know, and, and then get all of the, uh, the the garbage that comes with that and the negative influence, you know, it gives you a place to kind of just express yourself, try different uh, 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 realities maybe, mm-hmm. and, and just kind of figure out where you are and who you want to be. And that's kind of pushed till now, where it's like now it's large. It's actually happening in in live action, not just around the table. It's like oh, I roll, oh darn, you know. But you have to actually engage. Ooh, I really messed that up. Um, hmm. How am I going to do? Am I going to quickly think about this, or am I just going to sit there and <laughs> fall apart right on the ground? Ooh, let's try falling apart this time. You know, it, it, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. How about you? Oh, yeah, so, I mean, I've, I've answered, I'll do it again anyway, though. So LARP for me, um, it, it's kind of like a safe place where I can, like you said, I, I can explore myself because like I, I have like panic attacks and anxiety and um, it's just nice to be like, I feel safe enough to like, usually yelling is something that triggers me. Right. And there's a lot of yelling, especially in ours. No. And, yeah. What? But I mean, it's not a negative thing though. It just happens. You know, people, emotions get... <laughs> Because it's so real, emotions get going and people, yeah. you know, they get into it. Um, and I don't experience those panic attacks while within LARP because I'm able to separate it's it. It's safe and I'm separating it myself, my, you know, myself from my reality so that I know that exactly like I'm safe. And so it's very liberating for me right. to have those moments where I'm like, I can actually, 
and I'm a very non-confrontational person, and I don't do it a lot in LARP, but there have been times where I was like, no, I'm going to put my foot down, and I'm going to confront you, and, and I can do it, and I'm okay with it. Like, Darn you know, the torpedoes. Yeah, so, I mean, for me, that's what LARP is for me, too. It's just a safe place to explore yourself and to try to help, you know, help yourself get away from, the, you know, the everyday reality and monotonous, everything like that. Yeah. yeah, the monotonous, you know, be something I can't. You know, so you're here to hear fro, uh, first, folks. Don't fall into that pit of meteorocracy. Go LARP. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so real quick, Nevitz Gaming, that's Boji. He says yo. And then S. Camel, that's Steve. He says old man. <laughs> you're, you mean Wait, him. I can't we know this. You need, yeah, you need him. <laughs> he said that when you were talking. So yeah, that's, that's so not Chrome. Hey, we know it is yeah, real. It's Chrome. <laughs> <laughs> the, other, the other thing too I would add on to your question and it's sort of partly answering but a little bit of a um, a little bit of a, a sidetrack is I would encourage people to play things that aren't normally that right totally um, for instance um, I'm sort of going against what I said this character is a lot more like me than in the past mm -hmm. but I've played flamboyant merchants uh, Ferdinand oh, yeah. back from the days right I played uh, really righteous healers who's not me, I'm not a righteous person, but but um, play something that's every once in a while try to play something that's a little bit outside your boundaries. I think it encourages personal growth, right? Mm -hmm. And so just as a little tag, tag, yeah. tag along to that, I'm, I'm, I, I totally concur with that. In fact, playing one character, one of the things I like about Mythic is the fact that you're not restricted to only playing one character mm -hmm. until you retire that character or whatever. You can play multiple. three, multiple, whatever it is. And, and what I try and do when, <laughs> when we're doing this, I try and find extremes of my current personality now. and Because one, it's easier for me to identify with those. And again, it, it allows me to kind of expand uh, who I am and, and, and try and figure that out, me and, and the real world, so to speak. Yeah. Um, so it's really nice to be able to differentiate yeah. those and, and expand who I am. Yeah, yeah I... I mean, Jovi is similar to me in a lot of ways, but there are a lot of things that, like, I couldn't do in real life that Jovi can do, mm -hmm. you know, so that's what makes that a lot of fun. Like, I may be a good person in reality, but there's not a whole lot of opportunities in reality for me to show how outstanding, you know what I mean? Whereas in game, all the time, there's opportunities to sacrifice yourself and show who you are and show you're good, oh, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. so... I mean, don't get me wrong, if a, if, if a vampire came up here in real life, I'd be like, bring me my brown pants, <laughs> you know, but, yeah, exactly, you right. know, Tarquin would be like, ah, what's uh, up, dude? Yeah, you know, so, um, you know, it, it, it is nice to explore, like, a different, you know, personalities of yourself, but also just do whatever is comfortable for you, yeah. too, you know, you don't want to stretch yourself out with a character that you're going to feel uncomfortable uh, with, for sure, so. So, so true, yes, yeah. yes, so. Well, thank you for that. So let's get started. So, um, backstories in, in Mythic Realms, they like you to create a backstory because it helps flesh out your character, uh, and sometimes they'll reward you for that as well with, with things in game. But just yeah. I'll let you guys go ahead and kind of take over with some with some tips and some um, oh, tips. Yeah, yes, well, yes. tips and like what it is and, and you know and why it's so important and everything like that. So, um, so. The first story that comes to mind about backstories is um, I used to play a, a character whose name was Fallen. Uh, a lot of people know, you know. He's a jerk. He is a jerk. He's a <laughs> bastard. I mean, there's no other way to say it. He, he's, he's done a lot of despicable things. But in his backstory, um, when the original plague hit, mm -hmm. um, 
he came back as a plagued one, the old school plagued ones, and he lost his, his memory prior to the plague. And I left that in there for plot to play with it, and boy, did they play with it, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and so um, when we're talking about backstories, um, I don't recommend writing a, a backstory of my father was a lich and my mother was a dragon and I inherited 100 gold. That doesn't work. It just doesn't work, right? Write something that's believable but gives room for plot to play with it oh, yeah. because from years to come, it will have an effect because the game is very good from way back when to now about incorporating character history. Yes. No matter how old it is, and it will spin and spin and spin. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So true. So true. Um, and, and along this, I mean, everybody wants to, I've, I've talked to so many people. In fact, I remember, no, I don't, I don't think I ever did this, but, and I could be wrong, but, uh, I've talked to so many people that are like, oh yes, I want to create my back story so that my father was a king and my mother was a princess of a lost land. And I'm like, hey, come on, man. Or, or on lady get, get a little bit more involved with that man I, I, I mean throw a dart on the wall and say hey look there that's where I'm from okay oh look here's a bunch of options oh wow man he was a rundown dairy farmer okay you know and then see where you can go with it and and you do some weird things you don't have to like have oh and the cattle came in and killed all my family right. You know, because then it's like, oh, what's plot going to roll with? Say, yeah. hey, they're all there. In fact, uh, who was it? I can't remember who it was. But she ended up being uh, uh, the Baroness. And where did she come from? Her family were a bunch of pig farmers. Mm -hmm. was, that, was that Meta? That was Meta. Baroness Meta. See, and, I mean, we're going old school there. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's I mean, pig farmers. And I'm like, whoa, man, she yeah. elevated. That was cool. Yeah, that's cool. You know, but it's so complete. And, it, it, and her family weren't all killed. Yeah. I mean, her family were still there. Yeah, and and it's it, it brings in so much uh, life. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, I, mean, I know it sounds yeah. stupid. It is because you know you don't. Have, I mean, it's great walking into a tavern with like twenty people, and they're almost like, "Hey, how are you doing?" My family was killed by orcs. Oh, that's so depressing. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> Over here. Oh, my family were killed by trolls. Jeez, what are you guys? Yeah. This is like the Pooh Society here, man. Come on, get living <laughs> up. It's like, hey, my family picked flowers, and they're still smoking daisies. Who knows? Yeah. You know. One but, thing the current yeah. rule system has done an incredible job on is if you look online. Uh, They'll say Ebris. Yes. They'll say Ebris. Here's um, some of your ideologies. Here's if you came from Ebris. Here's maybe a little bit of ideas, right? right? And that's something that's was long oh, overdue. Much yeah. Long overdue. But I read that. I'm like, wow, that's really impressive. Yeah. Right. Um, so it gives everyone a little bit of an idea of, of, hey, if you're from here, this is what might affect you as a starting character. Right. And so some of your personality traits might come from that because that's your normal day life. Yeah, but it also says that you're not limited to this. So it's right. Like, oh, oh yeah, if you're yeah. a Parthen, you're probably from here, but Parthen are everywhere. Probably, but that doesn't right. say you have to be. Right. Exactly. And that's the thing. They yeah. say it like that for a reason to leave oh, yeah. it open. Yeah. Exactly. So real quick, Nevitz Gaming says everyone wants to be a LARP rock star baby. And that's kind of what you're getting into. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Is... Everybody does. And that's so true. And it's like, go, go, go be a lame rock star baby. <laughs> you know? But who cares? That's awesome. You can have so much fun with it. Because, again, you're in the tavern. Everybody's 
My, I'm, I'm the only child that's left. Oh, woe be me. He's like, hey, great. You want to come over to my family's house? I mean, they're having, they're having Friday night dinner. Come on over. Thinking <laughs> yeah. about it, I, uh, the, the last person commented is, um, you and I have been doing LARP Adventure Quest for years upon years upon years, and there are so many people who have now um, retired their characters because they've hit their paramount, right? Well, yeah. what they want their paramount to be, mm-hmm. but it wasn't because of their backstory. Oh, um, yeah. Let's talk about someone so who, I, I, who I generally don't give kudos to, and that's Zephram, right? Yeah. You look at Zephram, and... Um, I hate you. Right? You I look, love you, Zephram. You, you look at Zephram, right? And I don't know what his backstory was. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't know anything. Oh, about yeah, him. I know. But it was by his deeds and his bootlicking that he got the role. <laughs> <laughs> bootlicking. Right? So, no, but, but seriously, he did a lot of great things, and he got to where he's at. Yeah. Not because of his background. It's because of what he did. Yeah. Isn't he dead now? Anyways, moving on. Um, (laughs) So hopefully it helps out with your question. We don't know where he is. That's right. Last time I heard. I think that's right. Yeah. So, do we? (laughs) Um, Yeah. Like one thing I wanted to say too is like uh, when building your backstory, don't be afraid to even include plot in building your backstory. Oh, yeah. Like when me and uh, when me and Boji were making our backstory, I was like, I don't know enough about the world, so I was like. We went over to organization that does this, and they wrote back, this is the organization that you did this with. Boom. Done. Because I didn't know enough about the world. And that already gave plot. That was their first in, because I just gave it to them. I literally was like, what organization did I work with? They right. told me. Boom. Right off the bat. Plot so the question in. I have for you is, who came up with bacon? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's a question for Boji. <laughs> That's a question. Probably for Boji. <laughs> Bacon. But uh, so yeah, just don't be afraid. You know, just. Uh, that's what they're there for. They're there to help us out oh, yeah. and, and to make it to make it a game make it for a you. Story that, right. that's mm-hmm. worth playing, and 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 again, to kind of make it so that you can express yourself even more. I mean, again, going back to you know, what does LARP mean for you? If you want to know what it's like to be, oh look, uh, Aragon. Yeah, that was a great book. Oh, is that, did you talk about just, bacon? No, he just said who came up with. Oh uh, yeah, see, I'm with it. He well, was, they're the Bacon Brothers, so you know. In game, it, it, you got well, you know, you got Boji and you got Joby, and they're like, what, for a while, it was like where you guys lived was the Bacon Hall or the Hall of Bacon, or whatever <laughs> it was. I'm like, who came up with bacon? Yeah. <laughs> but then again, we always know Bo- Boji's feeling about you know that that bacon dust is the or was it bacon bits of the fairy dust of the food world? I'm so. hungry now. <laughs> want some bacon? That's what I'm thinking about. Want some bacon, yeah. Bacon on my sandwich I'm eating over here. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it kind of give if, if you want to read like these things, it's like, oh, let's see what it's like to be the Aragon character. Okay, write your history up along that, but don't be too upset when people slam you with, with you know, when when they hit you with with a, a wagon sideways and you weren't prepared for that because I want to be just like X. No, man, this, this is this is the real world in LARP where somebody's going to be like, oh, I got a great idea. What if we dropped a hammer on this and see what happens? Because that's what Plot's job is, man. Mm-hmm. Make it exciting. I've seen that plenty of times. Oh, yeah. I've done that plenty of times. <laughs> exactly. The, the, the other thing, too, that I would say with character backgrounds is... Um, 
don't fall into the trap of being spoon-fed, right? Uh, Too many times, uh, characters write their background and say, "Okay, well, I'm waiting for plot. I'm waiting for plot to do this," or they'll wait around town saying, um, "I'm waiting for this happen." No, go out and make things happen, right? And um, I would highly encourage people to go out and explore, to write letters to whoever they want to write letters to. That's how you make your character um, going on history. Yeah, build a reputation. And then once you have a reputation, don't be afraid to shatter it and build a second (laughs) reputation. And then once that's done, don't be afraid to shatter that one. Go back to the first one. Why? Well, who can do that in real life? Yeah. Well, other than, like, presidents and, well, we'll leave that alone. But, um, <laughs> yeah, we might have to do it. Yeah, we may. That's why I did it just for you. <laughs> so, Nevit says, Me as the player loves bacon, so in the spirit of putting a little of yourself into your character, bacon is one of the things Boji loves too. See? I, exa- I love that idea. Yeah, yeah. And, and you can always bring bacon. You know, I'm waiting for the invite <laughs> for Bacon Hall. Bacon Hall. It's called the Hall of Smash right now. Sorry, the Hall of Smash can be Bacon Hall. Anyways. (laughs) We actually, for a while there, we actually mulled around having that bacon jerky and Uh, always having a platter of it. So whenever anyone came to visit the hall, we were like, here, have some bacon. Welcome to the... It never ended up happening. Where was I during that? I know! (laughs) I don't don't remember that invite, man. What's going on there? We never ended up doing it. Maybe we can do it this year. We'll see. My financial situation is a little better for both of us. So I think maybe we can start doing that. But we don't bring a lot of people over to visit, so it's kind of like... Well, knowing us, we'd probably sit there and say, Oh, the first time, here's bacon. Second time, here's bacon. Third time, here's bacon. Right. (laughs) (laughs) What's the difference? Oh, well, these are cheaper, and they're made for dogs and you. Also, with with character backgrounds too, um, I think one thing that helps with that is costuming. I mean, I I know that's probably not the direction, right? Um, One thing that I think can be a little bit intimidating about LARPing is the cost, right? Yeah. A lot of people who LARP, let's face it, a lot of them don't have the money. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. But if you're creative. You can make stuff very cheap. My first set of leather armor I made for fifteen dollars. What I did is I went to <laughs> I went to linoleum. I went to carpet stores. I got fake linoleum. <laughs> right? I cut it out and I spray painted it. Oh and, yeah. And I got I to this day I still get crap about it because people are like he can go into a bathroom and stand up against the wall and be Rambo <laughs> and assassinate you. And so, nobody knows. And nobody knows because I'm the be bathroom assassin. <laughs> but if you think about it, you can you can be creative. Um, I would also encourage people if they're going to try to get into their costume, um, try not to wear shirts with logos or things like that. Just yeah. Get just go to the DI and buy a black t-shirt. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So DI is your friend. Yep. Right. Savers is your yeah. friend. Right. Yeah, we've talked about that before, that you don't have to go out right off the bat. But using your background and using maybe your origin country as, as like a, and not not as a rule, but as, as a, what's the word I'm looking for? As like a... Like a base. Yeah, like a base for what your color should be or could be. You know, like, I mean, obviously I went with that super literally from Falcon Crest, blue and gold. Here's my armor, blue and gold. Like exactly. I, I, I took it and I ran with it. Same with the Dark Star. They're from Ebris, red and black. They ran with that. Their their outfits are red and black. But you don't have to so do are that. Their souls. <laughs> but anyways, moving on. So. Oh. 
Okay. Then, so Shay says, remind me later to send you the pocket bacon video. And then she said, okay, question mark. So. Bacon, bacon. Is it anything like the pocket horse video that we saw? No. It's a critical role reference. They uh, talk about, they every time they go to breakfast, they get bacon. And they put it in their pocket. So they always have pocket bacon. Oh. oh. Yeah, I don't think I'd eat your pocket bacon. <laughs> be sorry, man. No. You're covered in lint. And who knows what else. <laughs> we're good. We're good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Going back to this, what we were talking about. I, uh, and, and I'm going to uh, go back to, to Brunt, which was my first character. Uh, which should also tell you how plot can really... Um, but I remember I was trying to figure out what weapon I was going to give, you know, create for, for this character. And I was mm-hmm. driving along, and I'm like, gosh, I want to give him this huge monster battle axe. Yeah. And, and but I'm like, I, I don't have any money to spend on a huge monstrous battle axe. And I just happened to look over, and somebody had thrown out this couch. It's kind of a weird story, so hang on with it. Um, and I looked on there, and there's this humongous couch cushion. So I went over there, and I stopped and I looked to see if anybody was looking around. I walked over there, and I unzipped it, pulled out this humongous, nasty-smelling, <laughs> like, semi-wet couch cushion. And I mm-hmm. threw it in the back of the car, and I drove off. And I got home, and I used a felt, you know, and I, and I did the double bell and everything, and I cut it out, which was, again, nasty. And, uh, you know, shoved a PVC pipe in it, put yeah. some padding on it, and created this, this humongous, nasty-smelling axe. Yep, see, there you go. And everybody would run away from it, because none of the NPCs or PCs wanted to get hit by that nasty-smelling thing. Because mm-hmm. as soon as you did, this big whiff of toxicity <laughs> just encompassed you. But that was the first weapon for Brunt. And well. It was nasty. And I, I think a lot of us now are a little lucky with like medieval collectibles and sites like that because oh, yeah. they do sales all the time. And now that LARP is so popular, prices are going down because things things are being bought more often now. So the supply, you know, the the demand is there, but it, they, they can make more money because they're selling more of it. So yeah. they, they do sales all the time. Like we're in a, I almost want to say like the golden age of LARP right now because there's just so many options and there's so many places you can just get whatever you want. So... Money, it's not as much as it was even 10 years ago to jump in the LARP. And you don't yeah. even have to start with something from Medieval Collectibles. Exactly like you said, right. you can just start with something homemade. As long as right. it goes through the safety process, that's all that matters. Right. And um, Yeah, and the thing with, with uh, uh, what YouTube now, holy smokes. Yeah, so many I good mean, videos. Really, there are so yeah. many good videos on how to make stuff. You can go online and just search, hey, how do I make just a yep. standard buffer weapon? And it is so easy. Again... You know, uh, uh, savers. You know, all of these dollar stores. You know, di. All of these. Wish. They are your wish. Oh my gosh! Don't even get me started on wish. Yeah. Uh, you know, geek. All of these places are 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 there. They're they're very economical, and you know, and worst comes to worst, go up to another person in the game you're in. You know, mythic. My gosh! Yeah. All you have to do is sit there and say. Before game starts or whatever like this, hey, does anybody have an idea on how to make buffer weapons? Oh, Lord. Yep. Yeah. It's like right. saying, here, here's free money. Right. And somebody's going to come running up and go, oh, I know how to do this. I mean, here's my recommendation. And another thing is we're such a community that's like, hey, can I borrow a weapon for a day? Yeah. Sure, no problem. You'll have five in your face within oh, Lord, seconds. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, easy, I borrowed a shield easy, for easy. months before mine was made. And just, I mean, cheap. 
That shield looks great, but that shield was cheap. Yeah. It was literally built out of that like floor foam that you use, like, oh, yeah. like they put up in shops. I mean, and I guarantee, as soon as you make one, mm-hmm. and you start playing with it, you you're gonna get ideas as to, ooh, maybe I want to do it this way next mm-hmm. time, or oh, you see the linoleum, yeah, and I was like, hey, wonder if I did that and used, ooh, and then you you know you see what somebody else was wearing, it starts giving you ideas, yep. and it just. It starts in path. A good costume helps your character background go a long it way. It does. Right? Oh, yeah. And it's, you can do it cheap, but I mean, you mentioned it a little bit, but we have such a good community of players. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's, um, shout out to Candace. Candace is like one of our local experts. Like she mm-hmm. made this bandolier out of foam or something. I don't know. I just pay her a little bit. She's very reasonable. Yeah. And I'm not How are you, Candace? Um, you know, I mean, just in- incredible stuff, right? <laughs> but there's a great community of people who can help you out. Yeah. Don't, I'm just going to say, don't be lazy. Make a good costume. It, there's and don't be afraid to upgrade your costume. Just because you came yeah. in with one thing or another, put that up into your, you know, backstory. Hey, you know, last time we were in the Citadel, I saw this really cool blah, 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 and now I have you know, changed out my old blah, blah, blah with the new blah, blah, blah. And hey, doesn't this look smart and snazzy? Right. Man, always upgrade. Change. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to go through life looking the same after six months. Mm-hmm. Things are going to change. Yeah, fall in this plate now. Heck, the stuff that Tarquin wears is not this i mean i mean i may get a shirt for an you know for you know years upon years or whatever like this obviously i'll buy new shirts but they'll be the same design but it's like i'll wear like oh yeah this is kind of cool i think i'll wear this today mm-hmm. you know because everybody's gonna wear things differently you know maybe i'll maybe i'll go and not put on oh, no. <laughs> you know boots today <laughs> I just put my boots on for safety, man. I don't yeah, push oh, my yeah. Hands I on. mean, when you're out, yeah, I always do safety. Yeah, man. I just. So real quick, Nevin says I run with a joke that whenever somebody receives a pigeon from Boji, the letter is stained with bacon grease. Okay, and then funny. he says I make more, and I can verify that. <laughs> uh, he also says I make more money now compared to ten years ago as well. So that yes. I mean that for costuming. And then he also says it took five years to get Boji's costume to how I wanted it. Oh yeah, yeah. See, and I guarantee as soon as you do, it's it's like owning your own house, mm-hmm. you know. Once you get the costume where you really want it to be, the very first thing you're gonna do is, ooh, <laughs> what if I modify this? And so you know you'll start making modifications on it just to you know just like anything else. I mean, another thing is, don't be afraid to take plot and use the plot as reasons to change your costume. Like, with me, it's super simple, but I'm the spring warrior because I got attuned to the season of spring. I now wear a, a Easter blue shirt because of that. Like, it, not a lot of people know it in-game, but that's why I changed, was because of something that happened to me in-game. And it's not because we call him the pansy knight. Because I would never do that, Jovi. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> so, now it says, oh yeah, I'm dead sexy in my outfit. Ah, see? There you go! Yeah. Now, we're not going to say that his outfit is covered with bacon, but anyways... Bacon makes everything safe. It does. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, he, you mentioned it a little bit, so I figure I guess we should jump into it now. You were talking about, like, pursuing plot on your own. Right. And, and this, this, again, kind of calls into what we were talking about, you know, your background, your character. Mm-hmm. I think this is kind of all of all. 
uh, and this is what you were saying before, don't wait there like, you know, a baby bird saying, feed me, feed me, feed me. I mean, sometimes you want to go up and turn around and say, okay, because um, uh, my character is primarily, you know, Tarquin, he's a merchant. So he tries to, you know, deal with things. He tries to be that middle person, the fixer or whatever. Um, don't, <laughs> Shh, we don't ask him. Um, but the other thing is, don't be afraid to turn around and say, okay, I'm gonna go down this path and, for example, like uh, investments. You know, I'm not gonna wait for plot to turn around and start saying, oh, well, suddenly here's this opportunity to invest in X, Y, and Z. It's like, well, heck with that, man. I want a purely PC-driven, you know, investment thing. You know, if I want to do a investment scam, I mean opportunity, um, that's going to be purely PC-driven. The heck with plot. Don't wait for them to feed me. I'll do it. And if plot has a come down and, 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 if, and if for one reason or the other they feel they can't support that, I don't care. It's plot, man. They're, they're going to support it. They may not be nice to you mm -hmm. <laughs> about supporting it. And you may find a whole bunch of warts coming into town or thuggies or whatever. And they're going to beat the snot out of you. But that's part of the game, baby. You made a story. By doing yeah, that. you just made this awesome story. Mm -hmm. You know? And it's like, oh, look, it's the Ponzi scheme in Northwatch. Oh, <gasps> <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. or hey, look, you know, here's this really cool uh, plot line that happened, and it's a PC, purely, a purely player-driven investment thing, investment opportunity, investment uh, model that plot doesn't have to maintain. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I mean, that's something that they can play around in the background, but they don't have to have the heartache, the headache, the whatever of having to maintain it. The PCs do it. And if you can get multiple PCs to do it, once you start, I guarantee if you get five PCs in the game, any game doing, you know, involving themselves in this, plot has no choice but to be involved. Mm-hmm. They may do it as, as a minor involvement. They may kind of just segue off into other things. It's fine. But that's something they don't have to maintain. That's something we do. It's fun that we've just had with our own, you know, with your own buddies. And Plot just is like, hey, have fun, man. Go do it. Mm -hmm. Sure. We'll involve some of that in, you know, in game. But you keep it up. Yeah, part of what you're saying, too, I think, is, is don't be scared to deviate from the path. Okay? So, um... What were you doing on the, the night that Fallen killed when the Draki came? Were you PCing or NPCing? Uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I have no idea. Oh, look, isn't this nice? Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay, so you're PCing. And you get killed by farmers. <laughs> <laughs> we got shattered. Yeah. Shattered. Because I went off the path, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And the whole town got shattered. <laughs> but it was cool. That was some of the best, in fact, to date, in my opinion. I tell people about it, and they're kind of bummed because they weren't there to get involved. Right. Mm -hmm. And I tell people that was the only time, the only time I have seen the town work together as a team 
and literally shattered to the point where we ran away. <laughs> and the the NPCs, the non-player characters, were marching around in patrols hunting us. Wow. And we were terrified. Yeah. I mean, we were like little bunnies hiding behind shrubs. <laughs> bunnies isn't the word I'd use. Oh, but oh my gosh, we were gone. Yeah. And we knew we were going to die. You know, and you had, and, and that was way back when, but yeah, I remember it. You know, I mean, there was a time, and, and that inspired people who, on opposite ends of the spectrum in game, mm -hmm. would never talk to each other. They would never agree on anything. And suddenly, they're like, all right, um, we're going to have to sacrifice the two of ourselves, or the two of us, this is uh, Brunt and Venton. We're going to have to oh sacrifice ourselves. Yeah, I miss Benton. Benton, come back, please. <laughs> yeah, see, you would just come back, Ridge. Uh, uh, but but you know, to have it, and we were going to sacrifice ourselves to draw the patrols in, mm -hmm. so all the lower level uh, uh, party members and anybody else who we had met would be able to escape back. And it just there was, and, and plot was like, holy smokes, what happened? Well, and, and two, the re part of the reason I bring that up is because that had a lot to do with other people's character development oh, yeah. later on down the road. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, for my PC at the time, it was a huge paramount point because um, I didn't wait for that to happen. I made that happen, right? I was the one who instigated that. I went out and found a dagger of assassination. I found out a portable sphere of eternity. I made sure I had all the right tools. Plot didn't just come in and say, here you go, here you go, right? Yeah. I made that happen, right? Because I knew what I wanted to do and oh, yeah. what I had to do. Um, and, and, and because Plot didn't do it, I mean, it was almost like Plot was like pushed back on their toes going, okay, what do we do now? Uh, 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 you know, and because of that, then the PCs were like, you know, the player characters like, oh, gosh, what do we do? We, I guess we're going to have to do this. And then Plot's, and, and everybody's trying to play catch up. And it was really intense because yeah. you're off script, baby. Yeah, they, they, were there, <laughs> they were there for a coronation, not a, uh, almost a massacre. Uh, Almost, <laughs> right? Yeah, and um, that was, was cool. Good times. Good it times. really but was. But it builds character development. Oh lord, oh lord, and and like I said, you you hit the and the, and there there are times which you see this over and over again where certain things happen. I mean, there was one time where where, where you know again we're going back into the wayback machine. Um, <laughs> uh, plot uh, uh, had you know this big nasty thing that was this combination of different races that started off you know as a farmer and then killed everybody and he, and we no matter how many times we took this guy down he would pop back up as you know and then come and attack the town finally it was one of these things where we just role played out of nowhere and the rest of the party was like yay we killed him yay we got our riches and they walk away and there was like three or four of us, you know, that were left there. And we're like, okay, every time we kill this guy, he keeps on coming back. All right, so killing him obviously isn't the answer. Yeah. <laughs> we got to do something. Right. So, you know, we started doing things. And, and essentially what, you know, what we did is we just role played out of thin air. And there was like three of us. Everybody else walked back. And then, you know, and, and, and then, you know, the, the dead guy, which is kind of where James needs to be, always the dead guy. But anyways, <clears throat> um, you know, we dragged his body off and, and we did something, I think we role played, like it was like an hour and a half long or something, I wanna say that. 
And it was just this whole thing of, of putting his soul to rest. Mm-hmm. And I'm quite sure that James, because he's an evil... <clears throat> um, love you, James. Um, he was going to continue bringing this guy back over and over and over again. And then we just did this huge role play, and he just stood up at the end of it, and he was like, that's good. Oh, my gosh. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. That just completely resolved that entire, you know, plot line. Because of what you three did right there, away from everybody else who's over there, you know, giving out treasure and, and doing whatever and partying and, and you know, saying, Woo, we killed the bad guy again. Uh, <laughs> but the three of us never spoke about it. Yeah. We never went back into town and said, hey, guess what we did? Right. We killed it. We were something to happen. You know, it was just the three of us. We stopped. We quietly. We dealt with it. And we moved on. And as far as the rest of the town knows, oh, I guess that fine, that last death finally got it. And guess it, I guess it stuck. Uh, you know? <laughs> You know, we, we talked a little bit about spoon-fed right before, and oh, that's yeah. exactly what we're talking about. Um, but those things really do change your character. Um, again, I'll go back in the Wayback way Machine real quick. So, ages ago, I was playing Fall again, and this is back in Manaway. And this is back when uh, oh, Corbin, Corbin... Cor- yeah, Corbin. Corbin, and uh, what was his wife's name at the time? Uh, uh, anyway, they, they had this group. They had this group of... Like, camera. Was, camera, yeah, but yeah. anyways... And so we were playing poker, and this merchant comes in because the NPCs were out of copper. So he wanted to trade in. A, oh my God! He wanted, in, <laughs> he wanted to trade in silver for copper, right? And so Fallen's there, right? And I'm in my full getup. Now wait, you have to. I have to preface this because I was in the NPC camp when this started. Okay. James went to the merchant and said, "Hey, we don't have enough copper in NPC camp. We've got all this silver, but we don't have enough copper. Go in as a money changer, as a merchant, and trade." Everybody, so we can get coppers in NPC camp. And he was like, yeah, sure, no problem. So he went into town with all of this silver to trade for copper. And? And so at the end of the poker, when he had traded out the copper and silver, whatever it was, he says, okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go head out. Thank you very much. And I stand up his phone and I said, well, listen, you're about to walk off in the wilderness. Maybe if you pay me a cup of copper, I'll escort you back. He says, sure, that sounds like a great idea. So he walks on the path and he hears, we hear some, some noise in the woods and we look up and there's probably like eight goblins. He's like, oh my gosh. I'm like, well, look at that one's coming at me. Bam, 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 I kill the merchant. Mm-hmm. And I take all his loot and the goblins look at me. <laughs> And they look at me in sort of like a, a laughter slash fear, and they just take off. Right? <laughs> it was awesome. And so the reason I bring that up is because, again, it was character development. That's right then at that point. That's when I said, I'm taking the dark path. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. That's when he decided he was taking the dark path. But either way, it's <laughs> Oh, it was beautiful. Yes. It was fun. Yes. I mean, what was it? Uh, uh, we back machine uh, uh, with, with, with Brunt. Because Brunt was, yeah, he was not going to be the nice, shiny guy that, you know. So are you a knight? I'm sorry to interrupt. No. No? Okay. Everyone thinks I'm a white No, he's not a titled knight, but he is nice and shiny. Yeah. Okay, he's shiny and he follows a nice, noble path, and that's great. Brunt never wanted to do that. Yeah. You know, he he never wanted to do that. I always get mistaken, but no, I'm not actually a white knight. I'm not, I'm not. Oh, I know, I 
you know, but you are this nice, shiny, mm-hmm. and follow a nice, shiny path. And that's cool. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. That was never what Brum wanted to do. <laughs> In fact, the, the one night where, I mean, we got, and, and this goes back to, you know, doing a character history and getting all involved. When we first started going in there, and, and you know, there, I, I was like a low level, maybe a mid to low level character, and there was a couple of others there, and there was a couple of high, you know, mighty, you know, wind and, and oh Baron and, and you know all this, and, and it's like we go into town, and something comes out, and it says, "Oh my gosh, you know, there's something in the woods. You better go check it out." Ah! So of course, you know, the, those of us who are low level are like, "Yeah, we'll go check it out." And you go in there, and you're like, "My gosh, we just got our." Rear ends handed to us. Um, gee, wouldn't it be nice if some of the more stronger characters came and helped us? And that didn't really happen. So, you know, there's a couple of us who got together and we decided, dang it, we're tired of this. We're tired of, you know, going off on onesies and twosies and, and somebody screwing us over. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and they kill us and they take our stuff and they run away and they're like, oh, well, look, we're all noble and nice. No, you're not. You're a jerk. So, you know, we, we came up and we got an agreement and we turned out that we essentially did, you know, an attack against one is an attack against all. And there was like five of us. And, you know, most times when you get like a couple of low to low middle level characters who, you know, make a pack like that, it's kind of like a bunch of rats, you know, one at a time. Yeah, rats are, yeah, you can dispatch them. When you get like 10 to 12 of them, now you got a problem. Yeah. Okay, so that's kind of what the Order of the Spider was all about. We just like, yeah, heck with it. We're going to create an Order of the Spider. You attack one of us, you attack all, because we're coming after you. Yeah. And, you know, Plot was like, wait a minute. And all of a sudden, what's this Order of the Spider thing all about? You know, and, and then you had people like Jolar. You had, you know, all these, you know, when Jolar was just a wee little baby. Hi. Uh... <laughs> you know, and you know, Brunt was there and everything, and uh, we, Darwin was part of that. Yeah. And then Darwin decided to go ahead and stab one of us in the back, and this just so happened to be Brunt to stab him. And, wow. And uh, so Brunt said, okay, and I cycled him. That was the first, that, that's when they came up with the rule, you can't cycle PCs. <laughs> but we had this total, like three, it was like three o'clock in the morning or midnight, and we were off in the woods, just it was in one of the campouts for like three hours. And we just had this really intense, you know, role play where I'd kill him and then he'd go to the circle of life and I'd rip him out and then I'd kill him and he'd go to the circle of life and I'd rip him out until he finally died badly. You know, <laughs> but it was intense and it was cool that we had this massive role play, just the two of us. Wow. And you know, it was great, and then at the end of that whole thing, and it was like, oh man, that was awesome, yeah, okay, great, go to bed, yeah, I'll see you in the morning, okay, or maybe I won't, but. <laughs> and then I had Plot walk up to me, out of the darkness, and say, I'm sorry, Brent, you, you can't go back. I just massacred this guy like umpteen times. Yeah. You have to go good. Hmm. You know, because the town's going bad and everything's going bad. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So it's like, you know, you're going, I'm going evil. I'm going bad. Well, you know, I'm going to be a a cutthroat, nasty guy that's like, oh, look, I've got a bounty on your child. Here's the child's head. Can you give me money? You know, and 
And now it's like, oh, no, now you have to be the nice, shiny guy. So, you know, and now Brunt's the... Right hand of the queen. Yeah. Yeah. So, But he's a nice guy now. And for the longest time, everybody, because they did that, everybody's like, oh, look, here's Fallen, the dark, nasty, evil, abyssal, sorry, yucky, snacky thing over here. And here's Brunt, the nice, shiny guy. And I'm like, oh, man, this stinks. I'm not a nice guy. But yeah, <laughs> But it just goes to show you, man, create it. Have fun. And what you initially went down the path to be could be something completely different yeah. than what you ended up being. Yeah. But you role play it. You have yeah. fun. You know, and it, and it created an opportunity as me. I know it created an opportunity for you because there were times I remember him playing Fallen and it's like, oh, well, we're just going to have this thing with the Baron. I don't know if you remember this. We're just going to have this, this, what? You guys are going to have this dueling, but it's sparring dueling. And everything, and he's over there, and the, the, he and the bear are going at it. No, spar, 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 spar. And all of a sudden, he did like a force light. Oops, sorry. And as soon as he did it, all the, the baron's guards come up and start beating the tar out of him. And I'm like, hee hee, oopsies. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you just, you have to roll with the punches. You have to mm -hmm. be involved, you know, and, it, 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 and it's, it's fun. Because when you're, especially when you're just, a uh, person on the side, a spectator. Oh my gosh, the stories you can tell. It's like, oh my gosh, did you see Fallen? Yeah, he looked like a whip dog. That was hysterical, you know. But then I was like, oh yeah, man, I, I completely felt you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's those really cool things. He was like, oh yeah, did you see Brunt? Yeah, he was over there. He really didn't want to get involved in that. How can you tell? He's like, oh look, there's something over here. <laughs> You know, so it's like you, you, you have fun. But again, it's that whole thing about role play, reputation, you know, it, it's how am I gonna, how, what do I wanna roll, how do I wanna react to this this time? What do I wanna do? And then you get other people who walk up to you afterwards, it's like, why did you do that? And you're like, what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was such a, what, ah! And they turn around and walk away and you're like, that's what I wanted. So since we're talking about pursuing plot, let's talk about, a, I don't know how new it is, but the, the downtime that we have, like oh, yeah. downtime events and then how those work with pursuing plot and everything like that. So My, my recommendation is follow this, just like, correct me if you, you think sure. differently, follow the guide as how you were doing your character history. You know, don't be like, I'm going to go see the king. And I'm going to create money out of wool. You know, go and sit there and say, huh, this is a really good time to start trying to engage with these organizations that I normally don't have time or the opportunity to engage with. Uh, to go and talk to the House of Cards. Yeah. To go and talk to... You know, the Abyssalus Anonymous, the, you know, you know, these organizations that plot just doesn't have time or, or people who are playing other characters who are trying to engage, um, like, you know, whatever. Hey, you know, I really wanted to talk to the pirates, uh, uh, sorry, the Honest, Mer Honest Merchants, 
or sorry, the honest uh, uh, pirates. No, the honest uh, sandwich. There we go. Yeah, Buccaneers. Right. Anyways, um, the privateers. The honest privateers. There we go. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) They're merchant sailors. Honest merchant sailors. There you go. In a landlocked area. There we go. The one thing too, I just want to add on to that is. Plotline and Mythic does a really good job of keeping up with current events, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, if you want to be involved with the plot, look, read the, over the current events. Yeah. And if it matches with where you're trying to go, then it makes sense to do exactly everything else, right? Because, A, you might get some little detail about something going on, and you might be able to, you know, feel a little bit more important because now you have this one clue, this, this one uh, lead that somebody else didn't, doesn't know, right? And it gets you more involved in the game. So... So for those that don't know, what is downtime? Okay. Oh, uh, downtime is, oh, well, uh, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll jump in and you can smack me around when sure. you have something better. Uh, <laughs> uh, downtime is the time in between when you're actually playing it live. Think of downtime as more like the tabletop. Mm-hmm. This is when you're actually telling your story and everything. And whereas actual modules or you're actually live, you know, when you're playing it live, that is real time, I'm doing this right yeah. now. So, you know, that's kind of the difference. It's, it's the times between when you're live, you know, playing as opposed to when you're not. So it's like, oh. Right, the only clarification I'd add to you is that downtime is pure storytelling. Yeah. Right, so there's no combat, there's no games, there's, you can't gain a magic item, right. ritual, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's just pure storytelling. The only other clarification I'd add on to what downtime is, is that you we can we could actually branch us off into production, right? Yeah. So, uh, production and downtime um, have two totally different meanings. Um, downtime is where you could actually get involved with things like you were mentioning, right? Get some some hooks, some leads, um, develop your background, develop a story, and go from there. Versus production is you know Good if, you, if you, you have the skill, you can actually produce. I.e. scrolls, weapons, armor, things of that nature. True totally. Yeah, downtime is also a really good place is when you use your lures. Yeah. Right. Okay. Whereas during during actual live, you know, times when you can use your productions, when you can use your uh, other skills, uh, downtime is a really good place to use your lures, which normally you you don't really get to use that much. Yeah. Especially your off wild ones. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, uh, specialization, you know, heraldry regime, specialization, ballroom dance. <laughs> See, I have it in Princess Lore. See, there right. you go, Princess Lore. And, and I can imagine he did it with all that great, huge, sorry, chrome, chrome hair. Chrome. chrome hair. But that, <laughs> talking about lores is actually another thing about character backgrounds, right? Yes. Yeah. So yes. Um, let's say, for instance, you're creating a character and you say, I want to be a master at war, right? Yeah. So you say, hey, what race would be good for that? I don't, I, again, I, I apologize. I'm not like a, a rule master, but back in the days, I would be like an Elantari, right? I don't know if that's still Yeah, well, yeah. Right? yeah, as far as elves are concerned, yeah. Right. That, yeah. Right. yeah. And then you could say, I'm going to take a lore in... Um, in Martial traditions or Martial something. traditions or maybe something unique like like uh, unique weapon style. Oh, something. that's cool. Right. Yeah. Something like that. But again, that helps you flush out your character with character background. Yeah. To Fighting make, techniques. To make you yeah. feel more like that persona. Right. And it gives you that time, especially when you do these weird 
specializations. And, 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 don't, and don't, don't mistake you know, what I'm saying. When I'm saying weird, I'm not saying, you know, bad. I'm saying it helps to diverse, you know, helps it helps to streamline your character. It helps to help you role play. So when you're doing these downtimes, you're like, I'm going to be doing this with, you know, with these things that wouldn't normally happen. You know, I'm going to be going and investigating, you know, using your thing about weird weapon styles, or you know, or not weird, unique weapon styles. You know, unique fighting types. You know, whatever it is. And I'm going to go to the battlefield, you know, this old ancient battlefield, and I'm going to I'm going to get ideas and see, you know, from the remains, from whatever. Oh, look, you know, using my lords, I'm I'm trying to identify or try and figure out a way to make armor in such a way that would make it maybe more resistant to X, mm-hmm. or make it better, you know, to be fit for Y, mm-hmm. you know, and and it's just more of that role play aspect. And how do we pursue downtime in Mythic, at least, specifically? Mostly via email, right? Mostly yeah, via mostly via email, yeah. and now with this whole... Uh, uh, Discord? Separation. Uh, Discord. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of excited for the Discord thing to see where that goes, to see how that works with downtime and out, and to see if we get more roleplay happening. I've seen a few people who have been trying to go into the Discord and get roleplay happening, and it just... Well, it's, it's still it's new. Too new. It's it, it, too new. It's still new. It really is, in my opinion. I think what we'd need is maybe have a couple of people go in there and you know say, "Hey, uh, <clears throat> you know, I'm going to go and talk to Frick. Hey, Frick, uh, you know, go into this. Hey, man, uh, we're going to talk about this. Hey, you want to you want to go on over to the TNT Mercantile Exchange, or hey, you want to do this, and then go in there and then just start talking out yeah. loud, or, or you know." have more and more people just kind of bounce back and forth so it feels more along the lines of what we were talking about before, yeah. the tabletop role-playing. That's what I'm excited for, is to see it take off like that. That This is a new opportunity for us that I think it would be good for a lot of role-play opportunities for people to actually get to know each other's characters better. So. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, is that you don't always have to do downtime via email. So sometimes you can do it even through text between two different characters, like that's what we did before. Like yeah. um, a production one. <laughs> I was having a weapon crafted last year by Crow, and using my mythic points, I, I can add to his production. So what we decided to do is to say that I actually was working at his forge to help him with that production. And so we actually role-played that downtime of me and him working in his forge. Yeah. And and I learned a lot about Crow, and Crow learned a lot about me, and that was, and that was something yeah. completely... Yeah, Tarquin can help you with that. Yeah. You, you just let me know, I, I can help you. Yeah. You know, forge those fonts, make those things. Uh, anything yeah. you need, Tarquin's there for you, baby. Nevin <laughs> so. uh, <Nevitt laughs> says, I miss playing, and I do too. And then Ibasha, what's up, Ibasha? How you doing, man? I haven't seen you for a while. I appreciate you being here. Um, so, yeah, downtime is how you would go about pursuing plot. So you're not waiting for them. You're doing it yourself. Oh, yeah. This is and, a perfect time to, yeah. to start doing that. And in fact, you know, again, it's one of the things that I'm going to start doing as far as this whole investment uh, opportunities or, you know, this investment style or whatever. I'm, I'm going to start put doing that because, again, to help motivate interaction on a PC mm-hmm. scale in that way. And I'm sure other people can do the same thing. I mean, I love—I I absolutely love what Zyra did with the Golden Scroll. 
the uh, news. Oh, the newsletter yeah. that goes out once a month. That is absolutely <coughs> amazing. I mean, I, as soon as she brought that up, uh, I turned around and I went to her and says, whenever, you know, I want ad space in there for no other reason than to ensure the fact that there's money incoming. Not only that, but I also went up to her and I says, Every, you know, the, 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 the first edition that went out during uh, Winterfest, mm -hmm. I bought five. Yeah. Because I turned around and I was telling everybody, this is going to be uh, uh, something to say. This is going to be a unique item. I'm going to put I'm gonna put one or two of these in, in a jar and just save them because that's going to be a keepsake. Well, yeah. And that goes exactly back to what we're saying about don't wait for things now. Yeah. Yep. Right. She may think she made that happen exactly, and, and there's a lot of players who do that on different levels, right? Yes. yes. Um, but also, I mean, to be very candid, there's other characters who, throughout the history of LARPing and our game, and probably any other game that people have LARPed, where the people are waiting around town saying, "I'm bored. There's nothing to do," versus other people like, "Well, which which catastrophe am I going to handle first? <laughs> right? Um, and, and it just depends on your involvement and, oh, yeah. and what you want to do. Don't be the bump on the log. That's my recommendation. Well, you can be the bump on the log. I, I just want to, sure. But understand that that's a character choice. Yeah, exactly. If you want to be that bump on the log who just sits there and waits for things to happen, okay, that's fine. My recommendation is if that's your character style, remember that in-game... Your character has to eat. Yeah. Right. Just don't get upset. Just don't get upset. Plus, right. Right. Don't get upset. Plus yeah. Saying, well, right. Going exactly. On. Well, I'm sitting here bored. Okay. Well, have you done something? Yeah. I mean, go up and and this is I'm I'm not trying to do this as Tarquin Weird. Go up to people. Go up to a fixer who's gonna find you something to do. It's like, hey man, I'm sitting here. Uh, I really don't go do that. Um, can you get me contracts? You know, get me to do something? Can you get things for me to do? I'll pay you a portion of it, yeah. I mean, you've got people in the game who's like, sure, I can do that. I'll get you that. No worries. That's where you're going to be? Cool beans. So, um, last last summer, that's what we were saying about, um, myself and my in-game brother, Frack, went out into the woods. And we wandered around. It was just me and Frack. Oh, yeah. Right? And we found like eight encounter cards. Yeah, those are the best, and uh, those are awesome. By the way, keep keep going that plot. Yeah, those keep, are great. Those are those are awesome, right? And half of them we didn't know what to do with because we didn't have that lore. Some of yeah. them we dropped immediately, you know, because you know, yeah. you find this thing, you fall on pit, fall on spikes, you die, whatever the case is. <laughs> but um, my point is that um, we went out in the woods, um, we found stuff to do, and it was it was great. Um, it also helps with character development. Again, the more Again, I don't mean to be repetitive, but the more that you're involved, the more fun. The more fun you're gonna yeah, have. That's well, even a better word. I'll, I'll stop yeah. right there. The more fun you're gonna have. The more involved you're gonna get yeah. out of the game. Yeah. And I can guarantee the more fun you have out of the game, the more fun everybody else is gonna have when you're sitting back in tavern telling stories from twenty years ago. Yeah. Or in your case, twenty days ago. Yeah. He has a time differential problem. So, see, and this is something that I had a hard time with. I wouldn't pursue plot, and like, and it's still something that I'm working on, like, actually pursuing plot, like, in game and out of game. Yeah. And like, right before Winterfest, like, I came in. He's like, anybody want anything from me? And for a while, I was totally blank. Like, no, I don't want anything from me. And then last minute, I was like, no, wait, 
Yeah. There is something that I can have you do for me. <laughs> and I went up to him, and yeah. sure enough, something ended up happening from it. I got a letter, and I still have that letter. Like, I held on to it as a keepsake. Like, I'm like, it wasn't exactly. it wasn't where I was expecting. It wasn't, I didn't know what to expect, but at least something happened. Oh, yeah. And it was like, oh, okay, cool. This was great. Like, he came up to me at Winterfest, gave me this letter. I was like, sweet. I had devoured reading that thing. I read it so stinking fast. That I was like, That's awesome. You know what I mean? That's so awesome. like, oh, and it, I'm working on yeah. that because I, I don't. I usually sit in open houses twiddling my thumbs yeah. because I remove myself from everything and I've been working on getting way more involved. And plot sometimes is really good too about the players, like the actual runners. Sometimes they've seen me standing there kind of half listening and they will involve me themselves. Yeah, they'll for, yeah. I, I, think for, I think this involves you. Yes. yes like encourage. I've had one time literally that I was doing that and the runner saw me kind of just standing there. Jovi, I think this involves you. Come sit down and listen to, to me. I was like, fun. boom. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, game. they want you to have fun. It's and not just, all right, dude, if, if you want to sit here and, and, and do that, okay, that's fine. But, you know, if you want to have fun, we want you to have fun. Yeah. Come on and involve and, yourself. And I, and I appreciate that they do that. Like, they, yeah. they, they have enough to see that maybe I'm too shy or something like that, or I don't know if I'm like. Yeah, sometimes yeah. I feel like it's too far involved already that I'm going to be missing out. But they don't care. They're like, no, come over here and listen exactly. to this. And, I, and and so I've been getting my my feet wet. I guess you could say in more plots, and I've been having mm-hmm. a lot more fun with good. it. Good, that's good. Great that's, to hear. And that is. That and is another really thing with like with downtime is they have rules for it. Mm-hmm. Oh like, yeah, you have only so much stuff that you can and can't do with. Yeah, downtime. like we were sitting there talking. You know, you can't go over and. And assassinated another PC, <laughs> which is a really good thing. Uh, you know, yeah. you can't go and attack somebody. Again, that's a really good thing. <laughs> well, you know, they want that to happen in game. You know, and and they, mm-hmm. they, heck, that's a module. If you want to go assassinate somebody, great. Let plot know this is where you want to go in in in, in an email. Start out. You know, uh, start downtiming it. Uh, um, through messages and everything else like this. So all of this is ready. And that gives Plot the chance to go, okay, mm-hmm. we now have a module that we're going to run, and this is the task. Yeah. This is the overall objective. Mm-hmm. Now, whether that happens, great. Whether it doesn't happen, great. Ah, have fun. Yeah. The one caveat I'd give to that is that no matter how much you plan, think of it like... Oh. If, if you think of it this like, like the old D&D. If you have that wish spell. <laughs> and you have the classic wish spell, spell, right? You say, here's my wish. You think about it, you think about it, you say, I've got it worded perfectly. There's no way the DM's going to be able to screw me. They find a way. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and plus, plus, I'll have to screw you, but the no, same time. No, they're out to have fun. They're out everyone. to have fun, right? Possibly put a twist in there. Some yep. moral oh, dilemma. Yeah. Some moral dilemma. Yeah, at the very least. Right. Something like that. Least. So just a... Just a Add on to what you're saying. Oh yeah, you know, and and build it, make it again. Don't don't wait there like the baby bird waiting to be fed by plot. Mm-hmm. Instigate it, make it happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't necessarily love the idea of PvP. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if everybody knows what that is. Who's watching this? But player versus yeah. player, you know, player character versus player character deaths or you know drops or whatever like this. But I do believe that when you consider the fact that this is kind of still a frontier town, you know, whenever we think frontier, we always think of the Wild West and like, ah, draw, you know. (laughs) This happens. You know, it shouldn't be frowned upon. It shouldn't be like all the time, like in the old days. (laughs) But 
it sh the threat should or the possibility should exist that when somebody walks in and says, goes up and walks up to Fallen, hey, I've just come in today. Smacks Fallen. Fallen's not going to be like, yeah, that was funny. Okay. You know, no, we know what Fallen's going to do. Die! Yeah. You know, and then kick you in the garbage. No. Maybe somebody will come and, you know, save you so you won't die. Yeah, but maybe. Maybe, because who wants to piss off Fallen? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, unless you see, you made your choice when you went and slapped him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You know? That should be a viable threat. Now, if somebody comes in and says, I really hate you, Fallen. And Fallen goes, die. Okay, you know, that might be taking it a little far. I yeah, really don't think Fallen's going to do that. No, no. He might sit there and go, all right. I know where, I know where we stand. Yeah. Yeah, you know. In fact, he might actually respect you for going up in front of everybody and saying, I hate you. And then turning around and walking away. Well, okay, that's cool. Well, I hate you too. Now I know where we're standing. We're all, yeah. everything's kosher. Yeah. But, you know, that, that, that threat, that, that adrenaline. And it's like you were talking about before, you know, how you feel weird when people start yelling at you. We've got people in game. Who, you know, their character is very vocal. Vocal, yes. Loud vocal. Yes. You know, and that's great. However, though, I mean, we, you talked a little bit about PvP, but the yeah. game is not. No, not no, 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 no. That's no, not what not. it's there for. But, you know, again, we need to make sure, just like in D&D, when you come over and you cop a squat and you lay a turd on somebody's plate, it's got to be repercussions. Yeah. Reaction, action reactions, right? Yeah, that, that's it's got to be. Um, quick story. About oh, thank action, you. Action reaction <laughs> is, is, again, going back in the time machine, um, I was playing Fallen as, as my PC at the time. I was being fighting numerous goblins at once, and I heard another goblin come up from behind me and start screeching like a little like a little girl, right? So I turn around with my big twin sword, and I go, whack, whack, whack. But it was actually... Playing his little bard character, <laughs> and I just left him there to die because I whacked him down because I thought he was a goblin. And he ran off to get the other goblins, so it's not like he was intentional, right? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, real quick, if it says Boji's story is coming to a close, so at the moment I'm, I'm putting Boji's plot on hold to help Joby with his. And then he says, unfortunately, though the current overarching plot of the game is something I never intended to get Boji involved with, but from the sound of things, I'll have no choice but to get him involved. Not super happy about it, but I'll just roll with the punches. <laughs> I don't know what the plot is. <laughs> I don't know either, but there's, there's, he knows because he's getting himself involved. I know he's Good getting himself you. involved, and is, that's there's great. Like, there's like quite a few that are like boiling around in yeah. the pot. Like there's not a there's not one right now. There's right. quite a few that are boiling up to be something. So we're we're kind of in a lull right now. It's the plot alchemy kettle. Yeah. Oh look. <laughs> yeah. There's there's stuff going on with with the oh the amethyst stuff, right? Well, there's that going on. There's stuff going on with the uh, the king's moot. Yes. Um, oh yeah. There's yeah. And like there's, I said, these are just the big things mm -hmm. that are coming to a head. In I my opinion, amethyst crap. I love that. Yes. <laughs> uh, they're coming to a head mostly because. You've got PCs who are pushing that. I mean, plot is in the bag. It's like, oh, yeah, okay. Think of plot almost like the fisher. You know, they're the fishermen. They're throwing out bait. And whichever bait is going to get more nibbles, 
plot's going to be like, okay, well, we're going to give this line priority. We're going to feed this line. Mm -hmm. Oh, this one's, all right, we'll just let it sit there for a while. Every once in a while, they'll pull it in and change and throw more bait out. But if this one's driving, then, hey, man, bacon boy, you roll with it, but <laughs> you're not going to get any sympathy from See, me I, when, you, when your retirement goes really different. Throwing bot plot with the amethyst stuff, using the amethyst as offensive weapons. What if you could harness a little bit of that amethyst, put down arrows, and shoot people from force and gate? Yeah. Hmm. Right? Crazy. That's a crazy idea. Yeah. Right? Um, but I haven't pursued it because I've been lazy. I mean, you're... You guys are awesome. I, I, I've been able to see it the majority, so I haven't really followed it. Just yeah. Oh, and, and I do have to do a shout-out real quick for people who... Um, anybody who NPCs, I always give kudos to. Because, don't get me wrong, there's nothing, in my opinion, harder than being a PC. You show up to PC, and there's like 30 PCs... And four NPCs. Yeah. I much prefer, and that, you know, this is one of the things that I'm going to start doing. When I show up, if there is 30 PCs, I'm going to NPC. Yeah. Well, they make it worth it. They really I mean, do. Yeah, they do. They make it worth it. But PCing makes it so much fun. It really does. Because, you know, being able to sit there and have eight people, MP I mean, if in my opinion, having eight NPCs, oh, stand by. It's going to be interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because the more that, there are, the oh, scarier it is. Well, that time where we more... shattered, where you know, where you went down there, uh, uh, where Fallen went down, I mean, this, the, again, the Wayback Machine, there were, I kid you not, parity between PCs and NPCs. Yeah. Okay. And it wasn't that there was parody that shattered. Okay, it was the situation that 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 he created. Yeah. But because it was so intense, and it was so intense because we had enough NPCs to make it intense. Yeah. And that is still. I mean, we haven't really talked about this until he brought it up right now. But this is two different people's perspective from a long time ago. And you can sit there and ask a lot of the old people. Experienced people. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, <clears throat> you know, and even some of the uh, uh, the the less experienced players who haven't been around as long, um, they can still probably hear stories about us. Like, oh my gosh, yeah, that sounded so much fun. Mm -hmm. It would have been so cool to been there for that. I wish we could do that now. Right. I mean, but we had a lot of those things. Like, the, yeah, we, I'm, we, and we, we, had, we don't have things now that do that. We had, the, we had the gargoyle wars, right? Yeah. We had the dark wars. I mean, people riding on dragons' backs. I mean, stuff that makes characters legends. Right? Yeah. And, and not many people understand about that because... Um, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard, right? Those things don't happen every day, which I'm glad about because then <laughs> things would just be like, okay, we all did it. We get it. Um, but Plot does a great job about, keep, about putting out hopes for people to fight if they want. Yeah. To develop their backstory, to develop yeah. their characters. Again, going back to the downtime... And, and a lot of people are like, oh, well, I just like playing the live action. Yeah. And that's cool. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. But, but get, excuse me. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, if you want to start getting more involved and you want to start having more fun, you know, if you're okay with the fun that you have in life, great. 
You know, I, I don't want to push that anybody into yeah. more than they want. Mm -hmm. If you if, if you don't have as much time, if you're in school, if you're at work, if you've got kids, whatever, that's fine. Um, but if you want to have more fun, if you want to, and, you, and you're ready for, for, for more of that dedicated effort, yeah. do. Go downtime. Yeah. You can start molding where you want to go because you have more interaction. You've got more involvement. So the only word I, I sort of um, clarify when you say dedicated effort, I mean I'm talking about writing two or three emails, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean I'm not. Yeah, yeah like, it's not super time consuming. No, it's not yeah, yeah, time yeah, yeah, consuming. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. When, when I mean I mean it's like, you know, help support yeah. what yeah. you're doing. Get get plot more of the nibble on the hook. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and on top of that, there's only so much that you can do. Like as in, there's like major and minor. Like, oh, yeah. you can only do, like, what, one major and, and what is it, like, two minors? Two minors. Or yeah. yeah. Like, so... Well, that still doesn't stop you. That still yeah. doesn't stop you from sending uh, emails to other PCs. Yeah. And also understand that's where I'm talking. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I have Tarquin doing what Tarquin's doing. Yeah. I... Ripping people off? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> shh, we don't say that out loud. Pirate. I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's it's... Interacting with people, I want to have as much interaction with other PCs as I have with with, with plot. In fact, I would almost prefer to have, as, as you know, the character I'm playing right now as Tarquin. I would almost rather have eighty percent interaction with with, with PCs and twenty percent or less with plot, because plot's there, in my opinion, as, as Tarquin. Plot's there to support. Yeah, my goals. Yep, they're there to support my paths. Now there are other people who are like, I want to do this, you know, and 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 that it has very little to do, or it may have very little to do with other PCs, which is fine. But then again, you're, in my opinion, you're kind of fighting with everybody else for plot's attention, and and that's kind of hard. I would much prefer to sit there and go, Hey, Frick, how you doing, man? What you looking for? Let me help you get that done. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey Jovi, you're looking for that? Yeah. Let's make that happen, baby. Come on, let's do it. Yeah. You know, and that way plots there to assist me. Yeah. But again, that's my character concept right, right. here. Well, and another thing too about like downtime is it is again it helps you forge your character because you can only do one major. Make a rep. And there maybe. might be there might be times where you have to make a choice between which downtime you're going to pursue. Oh yeah. Like, I have spent the last, what is it, six months doing one major downtime where I've been helping out the Kingdom of Falcon Yes, Crest. exactly. I have literally foregone all other things in order yep. to help Falcon Crest because that's what I chose was the most important. Right. Now, we weren't expecting anything out of that, and we did get something, which was great. Yeah, it was but awesome. But either way, that's what I chose to do. Yeah. I literally put all my other, you know, stuff on halt so that I could help the Kingdom of Falcon Crest. You know what's it's funny is that you're, you're talking about this major and minor, and I have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, my character sits around, drinks, and plays cards, right? Yeah. I, this is not a heavy plot character, right? Yeah. So, for once, it actually feels nice because I've been heavy plot for a long, uh, long time, yeah. right? So, I'm not heavy in plot, but so you're saying this major minor, I, I'm piecing it together, I'm like, okay, I, I get yeah. what you're saying, <laughs> but I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And, and, and that's fine, again, because what you're talking about, in my opinion, is again, has very little to do with with plot so much as much, but it has more to do with other PCs, which right. is great oh, because you still have. And this is one of the things I love about the major and the, and the two minors, 
is the fact that you have other PCs, you have other characters who are like, hey, I'm really trying to yeah. look at this way. Can you assist me yep. with your major plot? Yep. And I'll be honest, for the past six, seven months, I have had no idea what I'm doing for my major plot. Because somebody came up to me and says, hey, I could really use your help. Sounds fine. You go ahead and roll with me. You you can use me as you want. One, yep. because in-game, it's not that I'm like, eh, I just don't care. Do I want to build rapport with that yep. character. See, and I recently had, which we're doing together, right. someone brought me into their minor. minor. Yeah. And I had, I was, honestly, okay. I, well, I was glad, like, <laughs> I was like, of course I'll help you, but at the same time, like, I was kind of honored to be, like, requested yeah. to do this. Exactly. Like, I was like, wow, you came to me. That means I hold some sort some of value. Some value to, to you. you. Yeah, yeah, the like, relationship yeah. that our two characters has, you value. Yeah, that, we've developed a relationship yeah, yeah, to the point that I didn't think it was. Right. Like, I mean, so I was like, wow, that's cool. And she asked me to do it. I was like, well, let me, as long as it doesn't clash this one thing, I'm totally down to do it. And oh, yeah. I didn't, so I was fine. Like, I was like, yeah, I'll come help you. So. Yeah, it was great. You know, it's yeah. like, oh, look, this thing came into the woods and something. And that was just kind of on her whole thing. And then she turned around and she said, okay, I really don't want to do this by myself because I don't have the expertise. I don't yeah. have the lords. I don't have the experience to do this. But here's a list of five people, yep. and I'm going to pigeon them, and I'm going to let them know, hey, I could really use your help with this. Would you come along? Yeah. And I, because, yeah, we were both involved in it. I was like, Sure, yeah, man. Yeah. I'm kind of a, I, I can find some use for that. This could be helpful to you. Sure. Yeah. You know, and I'll come do this, that, and the other, and I sent it off, and then you sent it off, and the repercussions for it. Is it anything that may be long, super lasting, you know, kingdom shaking, you know? Yeah. No, no, probably not. But is it interesting? Yeah. Can something happen? Maybe. But the, but the very least, does it actually forge. Or, or, or help create bonds with yep. other PCs? Heck yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And Heck it gives yeah. you something to talk about that's unique to you. Yeah. Right. Yep. And that's one thing I like about the downtown. Like I was talking about earlier, I had that interaction with Crow that's unique to me. Now I've got this interaction that's now unique to me, you, Sitka, and, and, uh, and Jayla. Yeah. Like, it, it's unique to us, and so it adds to the game and it adds to the bonds, like you said. So, real quick, Steve Campbell says, we would also refer if you limit your contact with plot. That's just in reference to what's going on right now. There we go. Exactly. And then, uh, uh, but, but you don't, never mind. And then Nevitt says, I, I like it when PCs and NPCs ask Boji for help. It makes you feel special. And that's exactly it. Yeah. Makes you feel special. Ba makes you feel wanted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Boji, you can always come with Tarquin. Just bring the bacon, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Yeah, that's that's one way you can pursue plot. Definitely is oh, yeah. for sure, and and like we were talking about earlier, this Discord thing is a new opportunity. It's for an opportunity. Us. It. I think it's going to take a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to take a little bit, uh, but only because it's, it's new. So new. And and you know we've had well, this whole thing with the earthquake and the yeah, my, 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 I had no idea and blah yeah. blah 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 blah. So you know once uh, I think once people kind of settle down, that and the missing toilet paper that apparently everybody wants. Yeah. It's like gold. Um, and, san and hand sanitizer. We should have brought some. We should have brought some. Oh, I should have brought that instead of the chest. I was like, see That's me. I than gold right powerful. now. Powerful. Yeah. That's gold. I am a <laughs> toilet paper man. <laughs> see, and like Discord is, I've been using Discord for a while, but to some of these people, Discord's 
they've never used yeah, it. Yeah, I've never used life. it before. Yeah. So that's so it's going to take me a second yeah, to get into it. It'll be fun to figure out there too. You know, there was some. Now I'm. Uh, I'll be honest. I'm. 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 I'm into the chat thing. I'm not so. I. I haven't started the voice ones because it's more live action, and I'm like, you know, when, when I'm doing this, I. I Personally, when I'm playing or, or when as Tarquin, I want to be able to have the time to think yeah. about what I'm saying and and the ramifications of the exact words that I'm using. Yeah. So having the ability to type it out and then send it, in my opinion, almost like pigeons, are better. Yeah. Um, because as Tarquin, words have power. Right. And the people who don't use that power, it's not that they scare Tarquin. Yeah, I concur. It is going to take some getting used to. It's, it's not that they scare Tarquin, but Tarquin views them as not necessarily uneducated, but people to be manipulated. As easily manipulated, you know, somebody who's easily manipulated. And it's not that he's going to manipulate them, but maybe somebody else is using them to manipulate others. Mm-hmm. So well, you know, I'm and, fun of the game right there. Yeah, 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 exactly. Mm-hmm. And that is, I mean, again, because it's the it's the whole interaction, it's the whole dynamic. Right. Yeah, so. Steve. Uh, Steve says this is my first time using it. And yeah. There's some people you could tell, like this week, we had some issues with the voice chat that you could tell yes. was definitely new to some of these people. Are there rules set up there as far as, like, I'd be. I'd much rather do Discord voice chat than Discord type chat. And the reason I would look at look at the board. If I'm not mistaken, uh, uh, Steve, uh, obviously you're listening to this, but correct me if I'm wrong. But on the boards specifically related to Discord, Discord, there you know they have set up a bunch of rules, like if and guidelines to follow. There's no rule saying you have to use voice chat or or type chat. Right. Well, no, and I kind of wish there were. <laughs> there were times when there were both going on, and that got a little. That's the other thing. It was a little right. hard to follow both. Right. But my what I, my point I was trying to get to is that um, I would want to make sure that yeah the, the type chat. I agree. I agree. It's going to be hard to keep track of both. Like I remember you saying this because I have it written down what you what you said. Does that make sense? They've been clearing it. I don't know about daily. But they've been clearing. Yeah, they've been doing. They've, they've been, been clearing, clearing chat. Good. Yeah, but people can just take a snapshot. Of That's true. I don't, right. That might be something they never thought of. So we might have just brought that up to them. Right. Like, hey, you guys need to make sure that no one's using like because it should be like make a record or something or something like that. Because hey, but I don't you know. can't. Ooh, you can't use skills. Point. You can't use skills. Right. I'm just saying for good let's call. say let's say good someone's call. making yeah. like has a shady character and and types out something to someone where there was this, a verbal conversation and had some. Dark innuendo, hypothetically. Um, well, someone I think, say I think Steve's commenting on that. Just so you know. sorry, go ahead. Okay, and so so therefore, someone says, "Hey, I remember exactly what you said. In fact, I have it written out." Right, right. Well, it's because it was we were using the technology we had, right? So I would say anything that's said in there is not um, like information, like a. What did I just drop? Like last week. It's an increaser. No, I'm joking. I miss I miss increasers. <laughs> Um, but uh, I think you get my point. Yeah. So I, they're not. Yeah. So Steve says anything typed in. Uh, so only chat we clear is in the adventure specific type chat. Just trust players not to metagame. That's what Nevit says. And then uh, Steve again says anything typed in public roleplay thread is common knowledge. 
Oh wow! So, so it's just like are... so it's just like the okay, well, there's, there's uh, the boards. Right, it's guidelines. Okay. So right. we need to have some more private rooms in there where people can have private conversations. I think. So. And, and we need to have the stipulation. Maybe have the stipulation on that. I don't know. This this is up for uh, Stephen. Might have helped if I read yeah. the online stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a little bit lazy. I have no excuses. But I, is there stipulations to say the private chat? Is cleared so once it's we need to do that. I well, that's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. It, that, that that's up to. Uh, uh, I guess yes, the, I'm being the runners who plot <laughs> so. um, as to whether or not uh, uh, private rooms are safe from public knowledge. And if they are, then obviously you know, uh, make a record wouldn't be available, so the history wouldn't be available, or something else like this. Now. I don't know if somebody actually writing down the text. Yeah. Nobody can stop that even in private rooms. But yeah. I think what you would probably need to do is have some caveat that says, you know, in parentheses, hey, I'm taking notes as we're talking. Right. And, and keep in mind, I would, and they can correct me if I'm wrong, but I would say the paramount reason why. This oh, OK. Good call. So that, that's what he's saying right now. The, the rooms are created as requested and then deleted so the text is lost. But I would almost put a caveat in there that says what I was just saying. Hey, if you are taking notes, just sit there and put in parentheses, hey, I'm taking notes. Or, emo, you know, yeah, yeah like some, some kind of emo that I'm taking notes. That way the person who you're actually having discourse with knows that, there knows might be a that hey, this person's actually taking notes. Maybe not make a record because, again, that's using a skill. But if you are actually physically taking notes yeah, I didn't, off the I didn't computer, mean the skill, but isn't there actually physically making a record? Yeah, I'm physically a writing a, uh, yeah. you know, a record of what's going on. Yeah. Obviously, the person you're talking to would know that. Right? Yeah. But and that, what I was about to say is, I think the reason why this all came out is because we're all adapting to. Yeah, we treat that as role current, play. Yeah. Current, current situations, right? That's cool. We're all adapting to current situations, and prior to the virus, you know, no one, we didn't have the need for this yeah. word. So I, I think that as things clear up, not yeah, 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 we're, we're, yeah, this will probably take a, a backseat to a lot of things. Meaning we're we'll get back yeah, out more, the more stratified, right. right? Right, yeah. I think methods, processes, uh, regulations, rules, whatever, uh, are going to be more stratified. Right, right. Yeah, okay. Okay, that's cool. So, you so can go ahead. yeah. So Steve says I would treat that the same as email role play. You don't have to say you are writing it down because that is the medium we are using. So I would say you have to stipulate if it is not being written down. So we need. To okay, so one is the active. The other one is I'm not. I'm not writing this down. So. So we just so, assume everything. So, so every yeah, you everything's assume that written. everything's written down. Okay. okay. As opposed to, I really don't want you to write this down. Don't be writing this down. Now we can talk. Yeah, you can, I can do. See you that. can do a voice chat. You can pro, you can request a private voice chat room just as easy as requesting a private text chat room. Okay, that's cool. So. There we and, go. And yeah, then, then then they can be locked so that you only so that one person is in charge of that room and only you can invite people into that room. Okay. So you'd have to ask them to set up the TNT. Oh, by like, the way, only I uh, have... uh, Steve, can can I request that TNT Mercantile Exchange get a room? Thank yeah. you. So, um, yeah. He says sure. So Thanks, baby. They've been pretty accommodating. Oh when yeah, it comes yeah. To yeah. That, and I've been appreciative of that too. Like I haven't needed it, but like. Just the fact that they've been so accommodating, I, I've been liking that as well, too. Because it's Perfect. new for everyone. They're trying to figure it out. and they're Oh, yeah. Yeah, most definitely. We're all trying to figure it out together. So, Because yeah. that way, you know, and, and yeah, we, we could talk about that later. But, 
you know, the whole point of being able to have like here, you know, ha having these rooms. Oh, that's it. That's even better. It just hit me. Having these rooms here so anybody can look. It's like, hey, you know, TNT Mercantile has changed because here's a whole bunch of list of stuff that, you know, is for sale or whatever like this in game. <laughs> I mean, is that what he's saying? He's saying I'm not the guy who adds them at all, so I don't mind. <laughs> so he doesn't mind you asking. <laughs> awesome. Uh, but yeah, that, that, that's cool. I love that. Well, I like it too because it's from. I've been going back and reading the tavern, and there's not a lot that's happened in there, but it already is making it feel more like a town because people are just like randomly popping into the tavern. I popped in to get some food. Peace out. Like that's all they do. Oh that's yeah, all they yeah. Run. And I'm like, that already is adding just some more immersion, some more flavor, some more immersion and flavor to the real world because it's like, oh yeah, the tavern's there. Like, let's use all it. All the time. Let's use it. Exactly. I so. definitely need to log on to the website. Yeah. Now, now I don't know, uh, Frick. Uh, you're, you keep on pulling out weapons. <laughs> Are you trying to tell me something? No. I'm just playing. <laughs> oh, you're just playing. Great. Can I not be the test dummy? Just saying. Yeah, Nevin <laughs> says make your request in the Discord. And that's okay, what they've cool. been doing it. And they've been a really good job about being on top of that. Cool. So. That's what I'll do. Thanks. So. Mm -hmm. Perfecto. All right. Um... How much more time do we have? I don't it's up know. to you guys. We don't have a time limit. It's oh, we don't have a time limit? Oh, no. Okay. I mean, so. Um, I think we covered character backgrounds and character I, development. Right? I think we've covered downtime like I wanted right. to as well. I wanted to cover all of the classes this season, but that ended up not happening. So we can go over a few classes that you guys are if we haven't already covered them. I think you guys were mentioning that you were, what was it, Jack of all trades? I don't think we've gone over that one. So if you guys want to, we can go over the skills of that class, or if you guys want to end it, we can end it. Oh, no, I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm What happened? Arm yourself, Spring Warrior, he says, because he keeps pulling Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, it's not me. I'm innocent. Well, I, I, I'm Just screwed. remember, I'm, I'm innocent. screwed because my shield's kind of strapped to the wall, so that's going to take me a bit can to defend this? myself. But. Sure. How much money you got on you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's prove it. I wonder how much I can get for that armor. Yeah. Want to split it? <laughs> um, I, I, I can't say the one thing uh, well not one thing some of the things that I love about Mythic Realms uh, you know there are some things that I, I think need to improve with Mythic Realms I can honestly say from my heart that I don't think there are very many things that I hate about mm -hmm. Mythic Realms and, and I can probably even say that there's nothing that I hate Hate about Mythic Realms. I have one thing: Sunday breakdown after the campaign. Well, it's not hate, man. That's just no, that's just the I, way it I is. Don't, well, I don't like. That's it. Just I just like it. it. I'm joking. I just like it, but it's it's a necessity. Right. No, yeah, but hopefully we're working. I mean, sword. every time we do that, you know, no, like my, I'm talking about my personal stuff, like luggage. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I hate, hate taking that. down kids. That's why you have kids, man. <laughs> I mean. Indentured servants. I mean, children. I mean, yeah. Pets. No, no, no. Never mind. Um, <laughs> we've been getting a little better at it, actually. We've been getting yeah. faster, and we've learned to streamline the process, too. Because, like, the first year, we were always, like, the last one there, like, when we did our new setup. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We were, like, the last ones there, and now we're, like, one of the first ones out because we figured it out a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I can concur with that. You yeah. know, the, the key... Well... Yeah. Maybe that's another one that you can sit through in, in uh, an episode next time or whatever you say. 
what are some of the recommendations that we have whenever you're going out on a weekender? Mm-hmm. You know, and then have different people come in or whatever. It's like, hey, you know, let me you have it up there because that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, First recommendation so is water. It. I hate the fact that Megan <laughs> does not serve with every meal. <laughs> I listen. Nevin says, hey, leave my brother alone. LOL. He says, I hate the fact that bacon is not served with every meal at weekenders. I think we can second, third, fourth, and that's unanimous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is there any classes you want to cover? I mean, I, I usually like to cover at least the class that you guys are. Um, because I will you're say kind that of White familiar Knight, with it. We, we've covered. Yeah, well, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure you've covered White yeah. Knight. But the one thing I love about the classes now is a couple of weeks ago, because we know how sensitive uh, Scott is about time, and you can just lose that there. Um, the Wayback Machine, they didn't have classes. Yeah. You know, and so it was really kind of hard. It's like, I'm a White Knight. Yeah. What the freak is a white knight? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> yeah. I'm a demon. What's a demon? You know, you know, it, it, it was that realistically what. In some ways it was good because that completely depended upon role play. Yeah. You had to role play yourself as being I'm a white knight or a paladin or rah. Yeah. You know, I you know, you completely had to role play right. being a death knight or, you know, an abyssal lord or whatever it is, you know. Uh, you completely had to role play being a merchant. There was no if, ands or buts about it. Um so having the character classes now, in some ways in my opinion, make it easier. Yeah. Um again, this I I, my, my opinion, this is one of the ways that I think that, that Mythic Realms does adapt. Obviously, I think that personally, I think that classes <coughs> be tweaked a little bit more, but mm-hmm. that's me. Plot is doing a great job. Well, yeah. Great job of, yeah. of, of continuing to enhance and yep. modify. That's yep. great. Um, but I'm, you know, personally, I'm always going to be the one driving that. You know, or one of the people that are kind of pushing to kind of keep on modifying, keep on, you know, polishing. The one thing that's nice about the classes is, in the very beginning, you read the rulebook in theory. You say, okay, I'm going to be, I'll go back to my Ebers. I'm going to be an Ebers person who's going to be a warmaster. Right. We'll tie both those examples together. Then, when you get to a certain amount of points, what develops your character more? Right. Right. None of the character, none of the classes are like. Wow, this class is so powerful no. that everyone takes this one class. Yeah. Or these two classes, right? Except this, for assassin. Yeah. Uh, for a time, there were, everybody was assassin, but oh, then assassin. they went in and tweaked it, and so everybody kind of flew away. So, but right. yeah, but that yeah, goes but, into the. But it sh- the classes, um, for the vast majority, yeah. feed into who you are, yeah. right? And who your character is, where you yes, want to go, what you see you doing. Like, like Frick, I mean, I. I, I dress like a scoundrel. I'm a scoundrel, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think there's any any doubts. I mean, I carry enough throwing daggers for half the town, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, norm, normally. Yeah. Um, but it's it's also about sitting down and doing that role playing, playing poker, and hanging out. Half the reason why I still do mythic, to be honest, is because I've known Jamie since I was five years old. I've known a lot of people yeah. in this game for a very long time. So I go there, hang out, play poker. Where we have don't fun. have yeah have fun where we don't have the distractions of life right yeah. and so uh, the classes I think help exemplify who your character 
who or what your character's going for. Yeah, they, they work both ways. Like, choosing that will help you develop your character, or mm-hmm. once you've chose that, it helps you develop your character. So it goes yeah. yeah. So your character can help you choose what class you're going to go. So, And that's exactly how it was with Jovi when I was making Jovi. It's like, what I want to do? Well, Jovi's a protector. What is a protector? A warden. It's like the epitome of a protector. Oh, yeah. You know, so like that helped me form my character. (laughs) And then on top of that, now it's helping me play my character more. So, Nevis says, can I make a suggestion about future LARP shows? And as, as I said always, and that's always true, you can always make suggestions. And then that's my emoji for, he shrunk it though. But Wait for anyone, shrunk it. The, anybody that's a subscriber, they get to use the shield. Oh, nice, emoji. nice, nice. It's, a, it's a unique to them. So, oh, there it is. He didn't shrink it this time. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's what it normally there looks we like. Go. So, um, yeah, so go ahead and type in your suggestion on Nevis. And at the end of the show, I'm going to be talking about next season and what people want to see so we'll talk about that a little bit later too but if you guys want to talk about classes we can talk about a few classes that we can talk about are either one of you guys a jack of all trades i can neither confirm nor deny well that's yeah. fine yeah i'm a jack of all trades as well okay and then you said you're a scoundrel <laughs> well. so we can talk about those two um well I, yeah being being i mean jack of all trades you know it, there are, in my opinion, a lot of classes that mm-hmm. uh, have good associations and or requirements for your initial, uh, what's, it's not class, what, what your initial trade? Your talent. Your talent. talent, yeah, your, your initial, initial talent. talent yeah. Uh, in my opinion, Jack of All Trades is one of those, think of it kind of like the old like 3.0 D&D version of Rogue. Didn't we do you Jack know? of All Trades when we had the guys from Virginia, or North, North Carolina? Did we? I think we did because one of them's looking at Jack of All Trades. Oh, that was uh, that. Th- those are the new. No, he was looking at Expert Adventurer. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, Expert Adventurer is also a nice one. But yeah, like I said, some of these Jack of All Trades, in my opinion, goes really well with the Rogue talent. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it gives you the flexibility to, like I, I was sitting there saying, the old D and D three point version of Rogue, where it just gives you a lot more broad. Uh, you can touch a lot more things. Yeah. I mean, you 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 are quite literally, or or you know, close to it as you can get in mythic. A jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah. Well, and, and to sort of go back to the very original question is, I took jack of all trades because my background. I mean, Frick's traveled. Right. Frick's traveled all around, right? And so I'm not I'm not that expert swordsman. I'm not an expert protector. I'm an ex- expert at nothing. Right? I, I know a little, a little bit about a lot of things. Right. right. And so it goes back to the character background. For me, that's ultimately yeah. what it goes back to. Yeah. Um, yeah, they go hand in hand for sure. And it does allow you, and if you notice, it does allow you, even if you just take level one or level two, or even more if you take level three, but it gives you the ability to dabble. In fact, I think that's what they call it. Was it? Yeah, yeah multi class dabbler gives you the ability to dabble into other classes. Mm-hmm. So, eh, I don't really want to be uh, an Aegis. Or I don't really want to be uh, a Warden. But, you know, maybe there's something in there that, you know, and, and you know, whatever that, that, that I kind of just want to dabble in and go over here. It gives you the ability to kind of, I like that ability. Really, right. really customize your character yeah. more than the normal. Well, being able to be a, be a rogue and throw a, a Holocaust 
or being able to, oh, yeah. being able to be a rogue and, and throw out a force restore. Yeah. It's pretty darn nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's nice because now all of a sudden it's like, oh, I am a healer. Yeah. And it's, I, I don't have to just use scrolls or I don't have to just use uh, solves or something else like mm -hmm. this. I can actually do a force restore for 10 seconds. <laughs> you know, to actually attack something or to bring somebody up and, and it's a viable use. And that's cool. Yeah. So real quick, now it says when you start them again after this, you should do a couple episodes about weekender prep. Do's, don'ts, and recommendations. And he says, I think I mean, I think many underestimate the jack of all trades. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, I like, like, I haven't done the math of, like, how many force skills are out there, but I probably have access to probably 70% of the force skills. Wow. It's huge. Yeah. I mean, it that right there is literally is, huge. Is, it's, it's nice. And the dabbler feature, um, like, I mean, I, it's kind of, it's kind of narrowly defined. Well, it's narrowly defined, but, um, you know, I like I, I have my character planned out for a couple hundred skill points, right? Yeah. So I know where I'm going. So I specifically took my dabbler in things that were uh, very specific um, that go along again with my character background, mm -hmm. right? Um, you know, I'll just, I'll just I'll say I don't care. I took things from the infiltrator class, mm -hmm. right? Which are it matches a scoundrel, right? And matches. You know, me being on a ship and being sort of that dirt bag on a ship with some of the yeah. people, right? It sort, yeah. of, it sort of fits. Um, Imagine that freak is a dirt bag. No, I'm not. I'm a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's um, a nice guy pirate. I mean, <laughs> yeah. but again, it goes back to the role play, right? And so the yeah. the, the Dabbler thing is actually really cool. Yeah, um, it is. It, it again, it helps you. We're talking about character history, uh, and. and and I'm, I'm going to kind of pull back to that real quick. A lot of people see it as different sections. Oh, here's my character history. Here's my skills. Here's my lures. Here, in my opinion, that's a mistake. It's all one thing. It's all one thing. Mm -hmm. and, and, and though your character history isn't ever evolving, you know, in the sense that what's past is past, as a character going through, you're making your history, so it is ever-evolving. It is ever-changing. Yeah. And just because this is where you started and this is the goal where you wanted to go to doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to be the exact path you said. I mean, you've already said, oh, for the first couple hundred skill points, I've got everything mapped out. I can guarantee you I know of at least one character, mm -hmm. five characters, <laughs> Not necessarily only me, where somebody said, all right, here's my character history. I have my character planned out for the first 500 it's skill dangerous. points. After they hadn't even hit 100 skill points, and they were like, wow, I'm not even going to do this. I'm now going to go over here. Yeah. And it had nothing to do with plot saying, you must do this, or things coming around. It was more along the lines of, wow. Just the interaction that I've had with other PCs and my interaction in town, that doesn't seem like where I want my character to go. Right. And, and, and things can change. And that's cool. Things change based on, yeah. on, on your um, what happens in game. You know, recently, a co one conversation specifically I can think of has sort of um, maybe second guess some several things, right? So it's pretty. It's pretty interesting. It's, it's, it's but it was based on PC and PC interaction. Mm -hmm. It was based on no MP, exactly. NPC. Exactly. 
which was awesome. And that's great. And I recently had the same, like, I'm not planned out at all. I, I probably should be, but I'm not. And I recently had, like, I'm, I'm a warden, and I'm level three, and there's the grant of aid. And I didn't take it. And I've had a lot of my bombs that have been like, dude, that would be super handy. Like, yeah. <laughs> super so handy. I was like, all right, fine, I'm going to take it, but what do I drop? Well, I ended up dropping weapon proficiency because I went all the way back to my background and was like, I am a defender. Right. So Why weapon would proficiency, I be... I'm not a heavy hitter. That's Yeah, that's my brother's job. So exactly. what am I going to drop? I'm going to drop weapon proficiency Boom. in exchange for the oh, event. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I went all the way back to my background to make that decision. Yeah. And, and and that was because I had that in there. The only the only reason I I had things planned is not only because of who I am, right? But because you can only spend a certain amount of skill points on on um, utilities versus combat, right? And if you don't understand the, the mathematical numbers there, you can sort of screw yourself, right? And so mm-hmm. that's for me. I did that originally when I first made. This yeah, that's fine. Right. So and, and and that and, and again, I'm not trying to. Right, right, right. No, you no. know. Uh, uh, cut that down or right. diminish that you know uh, but again it's like as Tarquin I don't have weapon proficiency yeah. I don't have backstab <laughs> I don't have any of that because I am so not a frontline fighter yeah. if you've ever seen Tarquin in the front line when there's a whole bunch of things coming up it's oh I'm dead yeah. that's because yeah. everybody else and trust me when that happens I'm gone <laughs> yep. because I am not now one on one yeah that's a different story, right? Because what Tarquin doesn't do in damage, there's a lot of other things he does do. Right. I mean, Bombs it's, it's well, yeah. Well, I mean, the one thing that Tarquin is, and everybody knows, is he's a poisoner, mm-hmm. and that's what I've developed my my, I my say character to be. An alchemist. Thank you. He's an alchemist. Yeah. So the fact, what did somebody say? So there's a few questions going on. We'll get to them in a second oh, okay. when you're done. But, but, uh, but I was, yeah, you know, and, and it comes down to people who are heavy hitters, people who are defenders, people who are alchemists. You know, the key is, and that's what I love about, you know, the jack of all trades. That's what I love about the other things is the fact that this gives you the ability to, yeah, it'd be awesome to be able to turn around and just drop 20 magic on everybody. Ah! And I'm like, but why? Yeah. My yeah. job isn't to sit here and be the bacon boy with the hammer. You know, my job is to sit here and be the alchemist. Yeah. My job is to sit here and be the person that when, you know, uh, uh, Shayla goes, um, hey, there's something going off in the woods. I need, you know, can there be somebody who is like a really good, who, who's really good with anatomy, who's really good with alchemy, who's really good with this, you know, is there somebody who has that to come help me? Well, yeah, I'm not going to go kill it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my job is to study it. Yep. <laughs> you know, uh, my job isn't to, 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 you know, to make sure that we're all standing at the end of the day. That's his job. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, I, I, I completely concur with that. It, it's cool. I'm going to go ahead and answer these. Oh, no. In the back of my the funny thing, too, is about what proficiency is. I wasn't even using it right. Yeah. I had plus two static, and I was only doing plus one static the whole time. Like, See? So I was like, I'm obviously not using it. <laughs> So I might as well get rid of it. Plus two static? No, no. For every level, yeah. you you get plus one. You you can do either can plus choose. one static or whatever. Right. So plus one static right. gives you plus one damage to everyone. Right. But if you, you know, most of us, I'm assuming he had uh, level five in weapon proficiency, which if he chose static, that means he would give plus two weapon damage to whatever weapon he picked up. Right, right, right. right. 
So he was saying he was only doing the plus one. Yeah, I was only, <laughs> only doing the plus one. Okay. Yeah, so I wasn't even using it right. So right, it was definitely. Right. So Nevit says, I need to ask Plot how earning skill points are going to work for our Discord part. Are we putting skill points on hold or what? And then Nevit says, I think you made the right choice, Arthur. I think for that. Uh, then Cam or Steve says, right now we are thinking of refunding all prepay and just giving anyone who participates one skill point for free and the ability to do their production. Production may or may not be free, and we will probably extend the duration of all items by two months. Because that was my Thank question. Thank you. I, 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 yeah, I I'm said like, that too. People aren't getting to use their items during this time, think, and are yeah. they just going to go to waste? So I'm glad they Thanks, thought Steve. of that. I, um, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Nevis says kapow bacon because you made the, the mention about hitting with the bacon boy. And then <laughs> Nevis says, okay, thanks, it's Steve. And then Steve says, static damage is for chumps. It's all about <laughs> the strikes. Well, now I that's Steve, and, and, and that's cool. I forget about strikes, and I knew I would, which is why I chose static. Right. Well, well. I forget about a lot of my abilities. As Brunt, who had weapon proficiency, obviously, because he's the frontline guy. Um, I, I never liked strikes. I'm sorry. I have both. Well, and, and that's fine. Being able to toggle between two, both is great. But as I, cause, cause I tried it initially, mm-hmm. every single time I went out there with strikes, it would Favorite. be like, they'd avoid it. Yep. Oh, you only have three. Oh, you only have six. Only you only have nine. That's fine. They're all of They're going to avoid them. Yep. But with the static damage, I don't care if you avoid them. I'm going to keep on hitting you with them. I just don't care. One thing the game does very well is that... Um, it allows you to flesh out what you want to do. Not only that, but like if, like if someone's throwing seven strikes at you, you're probably not going to have seven defenses. It's, it's almost... Get out of the way. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not mathematically possible. Right? Yeah. So, so they make it... The game is a lot more now, more deadly. Really oh, is. yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, granted, yes. But again, it, it, you know, with that in mind and with what we were talking about, it, it gives you that flexibility when you're creating your character mm-hmm. to be able to sit there and go, ha ha, I've got the ability to do seven or six because they go in groups of three mm-hmm. or whatever. I've got the ability to do six or nine strikes in a battle and they are really massive damage. Mm-hmm. Or, eh, you know what, I want to be able to do an increased amount of damage over time over time, and just make it last mm-hmm. because I'm not dropping oh I'm not going to drop all six on this one big guy I've got to get to the guy so uh, as as Brunt or whatever I'm plowing the way through these guys you know the, their front or second line to get to the big guy and yeah I'm going to drop as soon as the big guy sees me but lo and behold there's the guy who's now got six or nine strikes Mm-hmm. Who can then drop them on Big Dad, you know, Big Daddy Susie, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and I keep on pointing to you as the Big Daddy Susie. I'm sorry, <laughs> you're, you're not the right. you're not the bad guy. No, so <laughs> it's the guy behind you. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, it, it, again, it, it's that working as a team. Uh, you can find, and there's been examples in the past. And God, I'm gonna hate saying this, that bloody gypsy family who I hate. Um, they, the one thing you can say about them, and yes, I said that on purpose, um, is they worked well as a team. They sat down together and they turned around and they said, okay, what can we do to make it so we operate as a team? Yep. If the rest of the town is around, we don't care. Yep. But as far as we're concerned, we have a core group that work well as a team. Brunt, when uh, uh, we had 
uh, uh, Brunt and Oh gosh, God, it's been so long. I'm, I'm sorry, Hiram. Alzheimer's? No, yes, it's Alzheimer's. Uh, <laughs> Ty Bregas? Ty thank you. Uh, Squire Bregas. See, that's what I was thinking, Squire Bregas. No, it's Ty Bregas. Anyways, when, when he initially came in, and we were trying to think about how can we create it so that these two could work really well together, that it would be very hard to stop them. And, the, and it was, you know... Tybregus was behind Brunt, and you know, because that was his character history, and it was more along the lines of, oh, okay. And so originally, Tybregus, he could stick, he could use Brunt, he could stand anybody, anybody who was a meat shield, they would stand in front of him, and Tybregus would be able, he, he was a force multiplier. And so he could stand behind him, he, he was originally created with Brunt, he, was, he could take whatever person he stood behind, in this case, Brunt, and just increase their abilities by just being, oh, yeah, defend you, oh, defend you, oh, heal you, oh, force defend you, oh, heal you. I mean, and, and it just didn't matter. You know, he'd be able to plow through the line and everything. So being able to have that teamwork and being able to, you know, with the privateers, you know, if they work that way, it's great. Oh, look, there's a big guy. Yeah, go away. Now you can focus on him. Oh, look, there. Oh, go away. Oh, trip you. Oh, this. Oh, that. You know, oh, look, now we're going to drop all of these on you. So having that in mind also helps. Yeah. Smash Brothers were designed to work very well exactly. together. Exactly. And, and he said we used to, and that's true. We kind of, I'm trying Everybody to Everybody has their own path well, once they start breaking Well, part of the problem is, is a lot of time they break us up because they're like, oh, you guys are both heavy hitters, or you're both, not necessarily heavy hitters, but you're both like, higher points so we want to split you up between groups right. and the other problem is, is that I'm now trying to focus my attention on all of my bonds instead of just one and it makes it hard because I wish we would act like the Garadetskis and we don't well it's hard it is hard it and, really that, is. and that's the problem it's like I wish we would but we really don't I end up usually trying to stay next to Boji but there's a lot of times where I can't oh Especially in Castle. It's impossible for us to stand side by side in Castle. So well, that's one of the it. reasons why, in my opinion, Tybregus had to kind of change his character mm -hmm. up some. Because originally it was just like that. It's like, oh, we've got two groups. Oh, we've got two white knights. Well, we got to split up the white knights. because yep. we got to, And we're like, wait a minute. No, man. <laughs> his character and my character designed. You know, we designed these characters to work together. We are the spear point. You know, it's like, yeah, we're, we're going through this. And that's it. And it's like, when you break us up, yeah, we're still powerful but it's not the created force multiplier yeah right. and it's hard so you know he ended up changing because in my opinion that's one now again that's not necessarily plot that's that that's the town you know doing this and everything and you know could we have changed it and said no i'm sorry we're going to stay together yeah but again that was that was a role-playing thing it was like well you know as white knights we're going to go where they need us yep and it makes sense and, you know, that's where it changes, that dynamic. And it's cool. And everything worked out. And I'm not upset. Uh, I'm not upset. I'm truly not upset. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we, we have fun and you modify. Yeah. See, and I've, been, I've been trying to, when it comes to bonds now, is to pick people that I end up fighting next to to try to start bonding now so that hey, we you can, can bond Tarkman anytime you want yeah. just saying you can bond me <laughs> but we're, never, but we're never side by side oh I disagree like I disagree yeah. we're always side by side <laughs> so. you just don't know it oh, well, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know like I've been trying to just pick people that I always end up fighting next to on the front yeah. line 
with the exception of one, but. <laughs> so I don't know. Like my philosophy behind bonding people has drastically changed throughout playing too. And it will change. Yeah. yeah. It will continue to change. Yeah, it's so. one of the things I love. I mean, in my opinion, uh, 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 white knights, especially white knights, is are are because they're not very powerful. I mean, when you compare like a white knight to a black knight, in my opinion, a black knight can same level and everything else. I guess most times, you know, a black knight will inevitably be more powerful. It's, you know, but the one thing that a white knight has that a black knight doesn't is that you have more. You're more of a plot hoe. <laughs> yeah. Okay, because you know the game is good. Regardless, you know, it, 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 it's just like D&D, &D, you know, there's a reason, in my opinion, I'm, I'm kind of an old D&D person. PC should never be, you know, chaotic evil. Yeah. Because the game innately, if you go back and read it originally, it was never designed to have chaotic evil PCs. Yeah. It's the same thing with, with Mythic, is that, yes, you can have somebody who is chaotic evil, but it should be very hard. Yeah. Right. And, and it's designed that way. So having somebody who is a black knight, yeah, they're going to be individually more powerful. But having somebody who's a white knight, there's going to be a lot more people around saying, no, 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 no. He's not fighting alone. Or she's not fighting alone. You know, they have the support of the kingdom. And you don't want to bash them because the repercussions are too incomprehensible. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like you're not going to get that with a, with a black knight. But people are more ready to take on a white knight than they are a black knight. And you can see that from the skills. You can see that from the interaction and everything else. And that's how you see it on and on with a lot of the other character classes. Yeah. Aegis versus War Master versus Warden. You know, and, and that's what we were talking about before, about being able to allow your character to just kind of sure. roll on and on. Mm -hmm. And now I'm going to shut up. <laughs> so Nevitz Gaming just says right now anyway, yeah. So things are different right now. We're different and everything, but oh yeah, so. cold complete. And and who would want? And this this is me being Josh. Who would want to be the same? Yeah, right. You know, Brunty's not the same guy twenty years ago as, as he was. Uh, uh, I know Fallen isn't. No. I mean, there is no way I'd want to be the same person. Right. Heck, I one of the one of the best interactions that I ever had as Brunt was when, as a PC, I forced a I forced another PC to do something for like an extended period of time that he, in no way, shape, or form, wanted to do. And to this day, and I love the fact that he roleplayed it with me, and I love the fact that he. You know, I had he come up to me and said, Josh, I really don't want to do this, I, you know, I would have backed out, mm -hmm. and that's fine. But, you know, in-game, he's like, yeah, you know, I, I think this could be really cool. You're a jerk for doing this to me! Oh. Both the in-game and, but I think it's cool. Yeah. You know, and I think that role play was amazing. You know, I love you, Nick Parks, um, uh, who I, whom I will always refer to as Yeoman. <laughs> but he... I mean, he thought it was the worst thing I ever did. You know, he's like, no, I don't want my character to go that way, but I'll do it because it's cool. Yeah. You know, and it was. I think it was awesome. 
And it was just all the way he played it, and he went on. And to this day, he'll probably deny it in-game. Nope, nope, that wasn't me. Nope, you can have no proof. There's no... Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. But I think it was still fun. Right. That's the name of the game. Yeah. Uh, I always ask this question of everybody, kind of transitioning you guys for a second. I'm too lazy to type it today. What's your favorite LARP memory? Oh, <laughs> So I'll hit I'll hit chat while you guys think of think that. for a minute. So, now Nevis Gaming says, uh, let's see, where was he at? That being said, Boji has more respect for black knights than white. And then Nevis says, Smash Brothers were designed to be very different and complement each other's weaknesses. Yes. And we were. Totally. <coughs> That's why he's the hitter and I'm the defender. Yeah. And that was designed to. I completely to, concur. I think then, it's awesome. And then I end up getting stuck on the front lines solely because I have a shield. That's one of the reasons why Tarquin no longer has a polearm and why he definitely doesn't have a shield. Yeah. So is your, is your question based on Mythic or what? Anytime. Anytime. Oh, <laughs> so, so here's my best one is that um, I used to play um, Camarilla, Masquerade. <laughs> right? and, and I developed a, a very awful vampire. He was not for off to. And, Surprise! Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. And I did, uh, I did the lottery uh, when you suck other vampires down, right? Which is mm -hmm. highly against the law. And I ended up learning thermology. I had, I was, um, I was generation. I was a fourth generation vampire by the time I was done, right? Which is pretty tough. And so I could hit for like, in one hit, I could do thirteen levels of aggravated damage, mm -hmm. right? Which is unseen. So, at that time, I had a friend who was playing. Um, who I've known this guy for years and years and years. And he said, hey, Scott, they're about to kill my character. It's okay. Well, in that game, they had something called Mask of a Thousand Faces where you can change your appearance, right? And so we swapped character sheets. So he goes up, and now he's playing my character, and I'm playing his because we swap faces. And um, the big baddies come up to come kill him. He says, hang on one second. I, I, and he explained what he did, and I came and played my character, and I killed like 15 people that one night because they thought they were going to kill him, but they were attacking me. And they no, no one ever saw it coming. And they, they brought the GMs and they're like, and they're like, no, it's legal. It was fun. Wow. I don't have any one thing. I, for me, honestly, it's the whole thing. I mean, the, the fact that my my family now plays i mean the whole when 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 my wife and i used to play this a millennia ago uh we had we stopped playing when my wife got pregnant with you know with our first and once he got old enough uh, and then once my youngest one because we have two uh, uh two little runs uh once they got old enough uh you know we came back to mythic and it's cool because you know they now play and it's awesome. So that in and of itself is really neat. I mean, there are times it's that... It's a tough question. It is, you know, because, I mean, there are times, like you were sitting there saying with James and everything, you got to... You know, there's, there's been times where I jumped up with my oldest and we went out and it was a camp out and we just started walking through the woods doing the encounter cards. And to this day, he hates it. Because, I mean, he loves it, but he swears he hates it because, you know, he would go up and he's like, oh, no, 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 I'm going to go do that encounter card. So I did it. And it was one of those, oh, you fall into a pit and you die. 
And so I was there, and I, you know, I helped him and everything. He, he didn't die. You know, I bandaged him up, and he was like, okay, we're going to go to the next one. And there's an, I'm not touching these. So I go over there, and I was like, oh, you find a bunch of gold or, you know, a bunch of coins. Oh, great. That's awesome. Yay. You know. <laughs> and we go up to the next one. He's like, I'm not touching it. I'm going to touch it. And I was like, oh, you get a reward. You find a bunch of consumables. Yay. And he's like, oh, I've had enough of this. So he goes up to the next one. I'm doing this one. Okay. And <laughs> he blows up. <laughs> You know, and it was the whole, and we spent like an hour and a half out there just searching every single time. He, he would get the bad thing. And so finally, he finally, he finally got possessed, you know, <laughs> and he's like, I hate it. This is done. I'm over it. And so the very next time it's like, hey, you want to go to it? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> you know, so that in and of itself is really fun. <laughs> you know, just being able to interact with your kids and see right. you know, the things that you find fun. You know, they find fun, and, and it's just really neat. Well, I know you've even talked about how fun it is to have your, your son up at camp, too. So, and he's just a biggie feller. So. Oh, yeah. So, so, sort of go back to your question, though. I mean, like, like I, I think um, someone said, hey, that's a really tough question. They're right. Yes. No, it is. I start thinking about, wow, I wrote a module that was a chess match, and I played a guy with this huge claw, and that claw ended up going to Kristen Ward, and who uh-huh. ended up having this huge claw because she killed the king of the opposite chess. Or... The time we did the Dark Elf module years mm-hmm. and years ago. I mean, I'm thinking about now NPC times, right? Um, exactly. That were just pretty darn epic, right? Oh, yeah. And just to sort of go back on my question, it's just, I think my favorite time is just, it's when you have those fun times and right. fun character and something happens that you're like, wow, I didn't see that happening. It's awesome. That means. I mean, another one that I was thinking about is, again, years ago, I hate to keep on going, but, you know, we're, we're trying to think of the best no, times, but... But I, I remember the time that James came in as his his his, his Zelikue assassin Colon. Yeah, powwow group. And they were coming in looking for my poor Brunt character. I was like, oh. who's this Brunt? I'm like, you had it I coming. swear <laughs> You had it coming. I hid all night underneath a car. Okay. I was scared. You actually fit. Yeah, at that time I did. But I, I mean, literally, I was, I could still see, like, throughout the, and he was looking for me all damn night. You know, and it was, I, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm so cold. I don't care. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. You know, but, but it was that entire time. And was that fun? Yes. Was it exhilarating? Yes. Was it great? Yeah. But there was no one single time. All of it together, it's, you know, it's just cool and fun and being able to tell somebody that later on. Oh my gosh, I spent six hours underneath a car because <laughs> he was hunting for me. You know? <laughs> yeah, one of your, I think you're actually one of my favorite um, memories is last year we were up at our normal campsite and we were fighting by that big old ditch and I remember one of the NPCs came up to you and you dodged backwards and you went right over the edge and just straight down into the goalie. And if you had been hurt, it wouldn't have been a good memory. But you weren't hurt. Oh and just gosh. the visual of you just go, whoop, and it's just like in a commercial. It was like a slight delay and then, whoop, in a cartoon. Where'd he go? Where'd yeah. you go? Yeah, exactly. It's just like in a cartoon. Whoop. You went know, I mean, all the way down he went. And I, I don't see a lot of people doing this, but like I'll run through rivers. I'll, I know. Climb, I'll climb trees. Oh, yeah. I'll do all this type of crazy stuff because to me, that's part of the fun. You gotta live it, man. It's not only part of the fun, but for me, it's a way to stay young. <laughs> right? Oh, 
Of what, what do I always tell people? There's no better motivation to get you to run faster than a bunch of people running after you with bats wanting to beat you. Yeah. yeah. But that's funny. I, I remember that now. Yep, he just went straight down. I mean, it was one of the funniest things I've seen. And well, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Well, okay. All right, lay on. Yep, then it's funny, you know, because he was fine. But he did, dude. He just went straight down. Like, oh, it was great. So Another big reason to wear armor. Yeah. <laughs> well, nah. Uh, it's hard to run in this, but I have had a few times where I oh, ran in this. Was. They're like, oh, the, we were in Rome. And they're like, the mist is creeping up on you. Oh yeah, where'd he go? He's yeah, over there. Yeah, I, I, I'm, like, I'm like, I looked at the runners. I'm like, you guys are gonna kill me. I hate you so yes, bad. Yes, I know. And then I took off, man. I was like, this sucks, but I took off. Well, I mean, one of the times that I remember again, way back years ago, we just had this huge fight, and I was playing Brunt, and this is when you had to take off your armor and put it into a oh, forge to repair it. Oh my god. Okay, and so I took off my armor and I put it in it. All I had on were my greaves and my gauntlets. Okay, and I said, and he, and we just had this huge, long, but I mean, it must, it felt like it was like hours. It was probably like, what, half an hour at most. But it felt like it was hours, and I was sweating and drenched and everything. And all of a sudden, the, the couple NPCs who were like, ah, well, we missed it. We just got up here, and ha-ha, we want to mess around with PCs. They came out with these two little feral or goblin or whatever it is. And they started, so I was upset because I didn't feel like I had done, gotten all my aggravation out. So I jumped up and I ran after him. And there I am, just wearing my greaves and, you know, my, my gauntlet. And somebody's like, but your armor! Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well. You know, and I went right, and it was, it was, you know, over the river, through the woods, up the hill, and everything. You know, I'm still chasing, I'm so, argh. And finally, we chased him up the hill, and there's all the sage bush all over the place. You know, everywhere, oh, no. because it was that man away. And uh, so they're hiding behind this huge sage bush and everything. Ah. And I'm used to wearing full plate. And so I'm like... Uh, I'm just gonna go through the bush and jump and you know, and, and oh, it's fine. No. And but I wasn't wearing this and everything, yeah. so I start and I'm like, ha ha! They're hiding on the other, so I jump over it. But the problem is, I one, I wasn't wearing all that, so I wasn't as heavy as I normally am. And two, the sagebrush reached out and caught my axe. So I tried to do, you know, I tried to lift up and jump over, but the sagebrush caught me, so the momentum <laughs> carried my head forward. And I literally uprooted the entire sage bush with my face. That's awesome. And, and I jumped up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I jumped up, and they all go, hold. And I go, what? And like, dude, your face is like bleeding everywhere. I'm like, does it look cool? And you're like, yeah. I'm like, lay on. And they're like, oh, the heck with this, man. They're gone. <laughs> and I'm like, Really? I just Man. thank you for all that. Yeah, yeah. and so I, I walked back into town. Everybody's like looking at me as we come in, and it was Tamara, and, you know. Anyways, and it was it was uh, Michelle and Cameron. Everybody they're like, sit down. I'm like, why? And they're like, we have to pull the sage bush out of your face. <laughs> and they were pulling it. I, I you know, I, was, I didn't care. To but that was, you know, the fun <laughs> thing. Because like, I'll, I'll never forget the look of the NPCs. <laughs> Yeah, it, it looks cool. See, you you brought up one point that, that sort of brings me about is that you said, "Hey, one of my funniest points was when you know I fell off the cliff," which I'm glad I could, I'm there for your amusement. But, <laughs> but, but um, my point is that the more that you're in character and staying character and staying character, right? 
and have some of those moments, it's going to affect other people. Yep. They're going to remember that, and that's going to add to their enjoyment. So yep. it's, it's like a, it's a domino effect either way. Oh, yeah. And again, it builds, it, in my opinion, those kind of things build your reputation even mm-hmm. as a PC. Yep. You know, because they're like, if the NPCs, and they'll remember that. You know, it's like when, when you come into combat and everything, if you're, I mean, it's like, I can't even tell you the number of times that as Brunt, you got a bunch of NPCs jump out. And as Brunt, I just turn around and say, all right, let's play. You know, you go in there and they're like, oh, heck with this. Bye. You know, and the NPCs are gone. And you're like, what? together you guys would have whooped me. You know? But it was all the intimidation. It's all the reputation you have. It's, it's even the reputation you have with yourself. You know, it's like, I am so going to smoke you. You know? And, and it, it makes it fun. Especially, and again, not just for you. For the people who are NPC, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the more experienced uh, characters who are NPC are going to be like, all right, yeah, I'm going to reward it because that's awesome. He's cool. <laughs> and they're going to run away. You know, mm-hmm. the less experienced NPCs are going to be like, I really don't want to mess with him. You know? <laughs> it was funny. At Winterfest, I was playing Fallen, right? And uh, Barris is playing the new Falcon Crest King, whatever his name. Like, I, Fallen doesn't even know his name. Oh, Eric? Yeah, Prince Eric? Prince Eric. He doesn't care. He, he comes up to me, he goes, Fallen, I know we've had our differences in the past. <laughs> I have no idea who you are. Right. I know I know he's one of those one of the Falcon Crest goons, <laughs> goons so I don't care. And uh, he comes up to me, he goes, uh, I hope we're not going to have issues going forward. And I looked at him and said, as long as you don't get in my way. And, and I walked away. But it's fun because you have that history and that intimidation factor that you can pull stuff off like that. Mm-hmm. Right? So. Oh, yeah, exactly. And it was like... I said something a little bit nicer, a little bit more diplomatic. I was about to say, eh, he's a little bit more diplomatic because, you know, maybe Old Fallen would have said that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but still, it had the same effect. But yeah, it, it's all that. And, and it's not just reputation for others. It's also your own reputation. You know, and, and again, I said I was going to say it before, reputation, years to develop, seconds to destroy. Mm-hmm. You know, but even if it's destroyed, don't don't lose heart, because destroying that reputation just gives you the opportunity to build a new reputation. Yeah. I seen photos of your fallen from Winter Winterfest. It was awesome. Thank you. Oh God! Now you're feeding his <laughs> ego. <laughs> so, Nevitz goes. Uh, it's a hard question to answer for some. What you mentioned earlier. I don't think he was able to answer it when he was here. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think he was. He says, it's hard to pick things when you have been playing for so long and have right. so many different experiences. Oh, yeah. He says, I've only been playing Boji for seven years and I couldn't answer that question. I'm just too fat to do all that. <laughs> I was talking about like, the, the jumping and the dodging. And running <laughs> yes. and, yeah. So. I mean, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll never forget the time I was NPCing and, oh my gosh, old, oh, I, I used to play the little blooms, the little, oh, oh my gosh. They, they were like cobalt. On steroids. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and they were the best, in my opinion, the best annoying little critters. Um, so, and, and I loved playing them. And this is when Sean Keen was playing. Yeah. And he's Corvin. Corvus. Yeah. Corvus. No, yeah, it was Corvin. He was playing his Elantari. Yeah. His Elantari Elf of Doom. Ranger. Yes. And um, hi, Sean. Uh, love you, baby. Um, and I came in, and I was. I was screwing around with him, and I was screwing around with the people that, you know, he was protecting and everything. 
and it was late at night, and suddenly I pissed him off enough where he said, all right, that's it. He literally jumped up out of bed, grabbed his sword, and I hear him just coming out. I'm like, oh, that's it. I'm gone. Because I'm playing an NPC. I'm like, I don't want to hang around him. He is just going to beat the living tar out of me. Yeah. And so I'm taking off. But it's like there's no moon out. There's no nothing. It's darker than a yard arpa. Woo-hoos. <laughs> okay. And, I, and I'm, so I'm, I'm not running fast. I'm, I'm kind of judging my way as I'm going through the sagebush because it's up in Manaway, you know, over and under and around and trees and bushes and everything. And all I hear behind me is, is Corbin. And it's that steady, not slowing down. I'm like, oh, dude. You're dead cool. He is so going to kill me. And I can't speed up because I'm like, either have Kim kill me or I'm going to kill myself running through the bush. Yeah. No, he's going to have to. He's going to have to earn it. Okay. And he's coming. Just hear him not stopping. And all of a sudden I hear this. And silence. And so I stop and I'm like. Did you laugh at him? Oh, I so laughed. I went back and poked at him. <laughs> I go back and I'm like, are you dead? And I hear this. Uh. You know, so I went back and I poked at him. Pokey, pokey, pokey. <laughs> and then I ran off. You know, because I felt kind of bad about trying to kill him there because literally yeah. he had probably just tried to kill himself. Yeah. <laughs> But I found out later he was hauling. He's like, I'm so going to kill you. I'm so going to kill you. I'm so. And then his foot caught. And he just went, wham! And Lord knows where his weapon went. I don't think he found it till the next day. Wow. You know, he's like, yeah, you could have smoked me right there. I said, I felt kind of bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but, but that was probably, again, one of the, one of the fun times. Yeah. That's just it. There's a lot. There's, oh, exactly. That's too many. To, I mean, oh, yeah. That's actually it. So, um, all right. Well, let's talk about the classes and go over their abilities. Oh, he, he really wants to talk about classes. No. Let's do it. This is fine too. But I don't want to get into those. So what we'll do is that we'll all take turns reading a section. So if you want to start reading the class description and the first level one ability. And then we'll just kind of go in a circle with you next. Okay. Uh, so you want to go to the top, or you just want to start with Jack of All Trades? Yeah, start with Jack of All Trades, the description, and then you'll do the first ability. All right, Jack of All Trades is a... Remember how you have to you used to have to buy the read-write skill? I know! Okay, sorry. It was so expensive as... as, as uh, uh, Barbarian, barbarians couldn't buy it. I remember that. <sighs> barbarians couldn't buy it, and Thor's had to pay like an extra 10 skill points, okay. which was huge. But anyways... Um, don't make me stab you. Just read it. Don't make me stab you. Uh, no, stab you. <laughs> Thank you. Stab you. <laughs> Jack of all trades is a common title used to describe any who gain skills pertaining uh, to many distinct pursuits. A true Jack of all trades has mu- has mastered. Excuse me. Has mastered the very art of being a generalist. A Jack's ability as an adventurer can only be surpassed by the greatest specialists. While many can claim to dabble in merchanting, magic, swordplay, or thievery, only a Jack of all trades can claim to truly know all of them. 
at level one, uh, you get a skill addition, which again, this goes back to what we were talking about, the out of game, in game, you know, whatever, the downtime aspect, which is good for the jack of all That's trades cool. as well. Uh, you gain the starting proficiencies from all four talents, arcane, mystic, fighter, rogue. Uh, additionally, uh, you count as having all four talents for the purposes of prerequisites. Again, which is awesome. It costs 10, but, uh, you know, it costs 10 skill points, but, you know, that's the very first skill you get. And I'll tell you, that's pretty darn that cool. That is huge. Illumination, detect disease, being able to wear plate mail, being able to use the shields. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Plus one damage with daggers. I mean, it's pretty darn cool. So, yeah. I, and, and the other thing, which goes really well with Jack of All Trades, which in my opinion is one of the reasons why they did this, is the Disguise skill. Because as the Disguise skill, coupled with the Jack of All Trades, you can come in and say, Hey, I'm a brand new fighter! Yep. Even though you started off as a rogue, uh, you know, or whatever, you can come in with all the starting abilities of as a fighter. As a as an arcane caster, as a mystic caster, and nobody's going to know the difference because you have the starting talents. Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to read the rest, or is it just level one, or is it just the just first that first one? Then he'll read the next one real quick. Okay. We got some some comments. So, uh, Boji says Boji couldn't read when I started playing, and Karu. So hello, Karu. Thanks for being here. She says Sonya still can't. <laughs> hey, Karu. So that's funny. Yeah. I think that was like a, a, a choice thing. Oh, yeah. Based on the backstory. It was a choice thing for Brunt later on, too, when yeah. he found that awesome Thorg ancient artifact. Yeah. Uh, hello. Yeah. That's funny. Okay, so go ahead and read the four skill edition. Uh, so four skill editions uh, makes, makes uh, expend a use of your force um, skill to use one of the abilities from each side of the following uh, selection. So you gain one of the following, whether it's Earthquake, uh, Force Anticipate Blow, Force Fortitude, Twin Strike, Force Enslave You, Force Grant Heroism, Force Counter, Force Knockout. Knockback. Um, knockback, excuse me. And then um, one of the following, Force Holocaust, Slay, Force Obliterate You, Force Restore Your Spirit, Force Knockout. So pretty darn cool. Uh, it's five for once per logistics, three for all the time. Oh, yeah. Um, and then uh, you're going to read multi-level or something. Yeah. So, real quick, Nevin says, Joby taught him before he vanished. So, yeah, I taught him how to read before I disappeared on my quest. Oh. Yes. That's what I was doing when I wasn't playing. I was on an epic quest. So, uh, skill edition, multi-class dabbler. This ability allows you to purchase a level one ability from another class which costs four points or less. You must pay the cost of the ability you are gaining as well as paying for the cost of multi-class dabbler. You must be trained by a member of the class from which the ability was chosen. You cannot select an ability that requires a utility slot or combat slot. Cost three points. Yep. Okay, awesome. Pull down. So level two. Uh, again, it's a lore edition, which again, this kind of helps you know, with downtime or whatever, uh, gains an additional lore level or uh, specialization of your choice. It costs two. So for the same cost you'd normally purchase a lore for, but because lures are so uh, controlled, mm -hmm. um, you know, you only gain a certain amount as you increase. So this is kind of be cool to be able to gain that. This kind of is outside the cap. Right. Right. It gives you that ability, again, as the jack of all trades to kind of specialize and, and, and broaden your horizon. Expand your knowledge. Right. 
Uh, skill addition. Gain one of the following. All times. Use, use of the ability to cast force spells while wearing heavy armor. Pretty darn cool. Uh, once per logistics gain, the use of the rogue luck skill. Refer to the bard class for uh, description. Cost four. Um, that's it. That's yeah. it. Okay, and then you gain a skill addition. Gain one of the following skills without having to expend a utility slot. That is epic. Oh, yeah. Uh, all times level one of the phase transcend the physical. All times level one of the strength skill. All times level one of the healing touch spell. And all times level one of the waylay skill. Cost 10 points. Awesome. Again, that helps you diversify yourself yeah. and normally you're capped out on how many utility <laughs> slots you can have so the fact that this supersedes that makes it really awesome oh yeah um uh, the next one you get is skill ad- no that's the one we just did the next one we get is skill edition the multi-class dabbler uh this uh this ability allows you to purchase a level one ability from another class again uh, which costs four points or less. You must pay the cost of the ability you are gaining as well as paying the cost of the multi-class dabbler. You must be trained uh, by a member of the class. I, again, it's the same thing that was before. Yeah. Uh, again, th- this is th- this goes hand in hand with your ability to sit there and touch a little bit from other classes. Yeah. And, and with, back to level one on this, you can choose from different classes. Yeah. Right? So if you truly want to be that Jack, and you can choose something from oh, the Gordon, caster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then Arcane Bulwark. Yeah. I don't think it's... Is it still Arcane Bulwark or whatever? It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, it is. Okay. Uh, so now we're in level three. Yep. Uh, skill edition, Jack of all trades. Gain the ability to seek training from a master of another class. Mm-hmm. Now this is a darn cool one. Yeah. Uh, master of another class to learn the secrets of their power without actually being considered to have the, uh, taken that class. The Jack of All Trades um, allows you to purchase any slash all class abilities available um, at level one from one distinct class which you do, you do not already possess. The trainer must possess level three of that class in question. I mean, when you, the, the, the cool thing about this is as you're a jack-of-all-trades and you start to buy other things, I mean, the possibilities are endless, but there's a lot yeah. Yeah, yeah. of cool... Again, you are the jack-of-all-trades. You're not going to be the level three dude in... Or doodad, mm-hmm. Martin, uh, in, you know, in the class that you're choosing. But now, all of a sudden, because you can have two classes so you're already going to have two level one classes this gives you the ability to have three level one classes yeah. that's huge way huge oh. uh so last one last one at level three is force skill edition you may expand the use of your force skill to use one of the abilities from each of the following and it's the same ones that we read earlier earthquake anticipate holocaust and all that so you can oh, yeah. spend five points to do it once for logistics or you can spend 30 skill points to do it at all times heck yeah so like this one doesn't have this class doesn't have like the fancy like if you look at scoundrel level three they've got some really fun stuff oh, yeah. right or if you look at some of the other classes level three they've got some stuff that gives it like excuse me that super flavor right mm-hmm. this one it, it, what it lacks in that I don't want to say lack in flavor because it's really a cool class but it doesn't have some of those paramount but it lacks in specificity right it gains in that diversity right yep, right and so. Um, I wouldn't overlook this class by any means. Yeah. Oh, Lord, no. I, I mean, again, depending on where you want your character to be. Right. What you, you know, you, you have a perfect example here. You know, it's like, 
because you went, yeah, I don't this much, Booker, you know, mm -hmm. you know, you want to, but he didn't want to focus with his characters here and everything else like this. I don't, you know, he, he wasn't looking at being the, oh, you know, I am the best of Swashbuckler or, or whatever it is, Scoundrel or whatever it is that you are. You know, instead what I do is, I want to go level two and that's fine. But I want to be able to sit there and have this broad base of, of skill possibilities by which to draw upon. Yeah. Which is huge. Mm -hmm. Huge. Yeah. That's basically the jack of all trades. So as we talked about, it's just a lot of diversity. And, and that's the key. You know, no other class is going to give you that. Um, that that kind of versatility, yeah, I guess is a really good word for yeah, that. Yeah. Being able to throw out a force restore or a and then turn right back around to then throw out a holocaust and then right back around to be able to do force counter. Right. I mean, what? <laughs> you know? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, that's that's, that's huge. again the thing that I like about the class the most is is if you really sit down and think about the class the way at least the way my brain worked is is saying <coughs> how does this combine with the other ones the other classes or the other skills right and i think it just depending on which skill whether it's a strength or whether it's the waylay or whether it's what dabbler things you take it it can be pretty potent so real quick we got Apparently, we got a new follower. Did the alert go up? I don't remember seeing I don't, it. I don't remember seeing it either. It doesn't look like any damage happened either, so I don't know if it went off. But we got a new follower. Yay, follower dance. Karoo the Blue Bard has joined the neighborhood. I have to change this for this. I have to change it to, I don't know yet. But we haven't had a lot. Is that the Joby dance? Yeah. That's the follower dance. All right, there you go. That's the I'm follower doing that dance. for you. That's the subscribe dance. That's everything. Oh, that's a surprise dance. <laughs> it's a subscribe dance, yeah. Oh, there we go. And we had four hours ago, we had Raid 5677 followed, too. So, thanks for the follow, Raid. Woohoo! <laughs> anyway, you gotta do that. Get that out of the way. <laughs> so, was there another class you guys wanted to talk about, or did you want to wrap it up, or what? Uh, I don't know. It's up to you. Uh, was there any classes anybody else wants us to talk about? Yeah, is there a Guru, or... Or, or Nevitz, or anybody else in chat. Steve. We've talked about a lot this season. I mean, I, I know that they've just changed Assassin. Did they? Which, in my opinion, I mean, not just. I mean, that, that, that's that been in the past year. Yeah. Uh, but, and, and in my opinion, they needed to. Because uh, level one, you know, have, having the ability as a level one Assassin to be able to turn around and then do Assassinate. Oh, my lordy lordy. Yeah. That, 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 that. Though it's cool for, for you know... Just coming out as as a as a level one, or a, as a one hundred skill point character, maybe it's a one hundred and twenty skill point character, whatever it is, to be able to go come up and do a dire wow. level, you know, assault on somebody is absolutely insane. Um, so being able to push that up, so at least you've got to be, I, I believe, level three now, is is huge. That, in my opinion, that's what they needed to do. Because, I mean, the best assassin should be the ones who has the ability to assassinate. Yeah. And that's cool. So we'll go over any class you guys ask us as long as we haven't already gone over it this season. So I'm trying to just do one. No, that's fine. So, Is there uh, any classes that you haven't gone over? 
there's like half of them still that we haven't gone over because we like the last two or three episodes we didn't like I found out I needed to do like I was doing two per episode I needed to be doing like three or four and the last few episodes I needed to do five and we haven't done any uh, have you done the merchant one the what is it because everybody kind of poo poos that one the person who steals all your money there's a merchant yeah. one yeah 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 it, it's the production expert or whatever it is let's go back to the just go yeah up to there See, scroll down. It is the Master, Master Artisan. Artisan. No, we haven't gone over that one. We can go over that one if yeah. you want. Ma- Master Artisan. I was really thinking about picking this one up. Yeah. I really was. I mean, um, you know, the greatest craftsman, the greatest craftsman of the past and the present, Master Artisans, are the most skilled and talented fabricators in all of Cerulea. Uh, the items created by these brilliant craftsmen and women are durable, longer lasting, and more beautiful to look upon. Master artisans, I know, right? Of every kind are more efficient when performing Mm. their craft than all others and are more skilled at researching new uh, creations through the use of of the artificing skill. Uh, Master artisans are rare indeed, which they really are. Uh, and can be found at the very top of merchant organizations and guild houses. I know I really was thinking about this. Uh, prerequisites level four production skill for one, uh, for level one master uh, artisan, level five production skill for, uh, for level two master artisan, and artificing skill for level three master artisan. Mm. Obviously, if you're gonna be taking this, you're gonna to wanna to at least have uh, level five production skill or artificing skill for at the least one, if not multiples, yeah, of, of production skills. Yeah, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Leorin um, is is a really good example of this. Uh, he, I mean, his his armors are highly sought after throughout yeah. the PC groups. Yeah. You know, because he is like the shiznat when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. See, I read this one. And it's going to put me to sleep. No offense. <laughs> well, no, no, it's fine. It, it, this is it, it, you're right. If, if you're care, if you're looking to be just you know very uh, uh, combat driven, well, yeah, I don't or, have any crafts, or anything else like this, and, and it makes sense. But for those people who are looking to be craftsmen, yeah, you know, the master artisan is. I mean, I almost wish they had something like this for uh, merchants. Yeah, you what know, was like for merchants. Yeah, well, like like a master merchant. Mm-hmm. You know, having something like this, you know, so a class for that. But, you know, uh, but having something like this, I mean, the ability, the, it gives you the lore edition. You know, again, it gives you, uh, you know, additional lore, level of specialization, craftsmanship. Additionally, once per year, the renewal price for a single craft hall, which you own, is reduced by t- uh, from 10 silver to 1 silver. Wow. Okay. All right. I can see the power of yeah, I mean, now that's half a gold, you know, close to half a gold. But you only pay for, uh, uh, you know, upkeep for your craft hold once a year anyway. Yeah. So that's huge. That saves you nine silver. Now, realistically, nine silver is eh. But that means right there, that level, over okay, the years, that, that actually has a tangible benefit in mm-hmm. game. Right. So that's cool. Karu says, I will never understand craft skills. I know, that's okay. That's that's why Tarquin's here. I, you need something, you come to Tarquin. He, he'll he'll work. I don't understand. I'd rather do my taxes. I'd rather do my taxes. See, I only understand them now because of the talk show. Because we did an in-depth episode. In oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Like, like I said, you, you beforehand. And there are a lot of PCs. And that's, again, one of the reasons why I wanted Episode to bring one? in Turks. Yep. Episode one of season two right. is all in the crafting. Exactly. But that, that's one of the reasons why I, I well, one, my, my last character was a very combat driven character. Mm-hmm. Okay. I wanted this character to not be. Because, you know, one, I wanted to, again, go a, a completely different direction from my last character. You know, that was a role-playing choice I made. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wanted instead to do something that I wasn't really grounded in. And craftsmen, negotiating, this, that, and the other. I felt that, you know, in-game, I kind of felt like the town needed something. That was uh, uh, an avenue that wasn't really well explored. And it's something that I could flesh out and I know you were thinking about manipulate but <laughs> um, but it wasn't really well explored um, and and you know there are a lot of PCs who are like yeah I've got craft skills you know me I don't like to go around and you know I, I, I did it and everything else but you know people come and ask me yeah you know and it's like heck why not be a front man why not work on that it's like hey what are you looking for? Oh, you're looking for armor? Oh, you're looking for a weapon? Oh, you know what? Let me come up to you with a couple of options and see what you think. You know, so, so you've got that, that interaction and it drives, because there's a lot of people who don't want to sit there and negotiate mm-hmm. with somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, yeah, come to me with what you want, and that's fine. You know, but if you've got that middle man who comes up and says, or that middle woman who comes up and says, okay, great, you know what? You're in my repertoire, I will, I got you covered. I'll be that middle person. I will. I will come up to you and tell you specifically this, this. Here are the here are the item. Here's the components. Whatever. Make it great. Here's your pay. Great. And then you go and you give it to somebody else. So you know you're that connector. Yeah. And a lot of people in game don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, they. You know, I mean, I mean, to be very, I don't know, just honest about. It, I think the reason why is, is you look at how much production skills. Cost, it is cost. Right. right? It, it, as, it, as far as yeah. skill points, right. And a lot of the people, like someone earlier had said, hey, they want to be, they want to come in and be the hero or whatever the case is. And That's I get, cool. I get that, right? And, but like, like you're saying, it's, it's for that different person who wants something different. Exactly. And, That's great. That's and, great. and again, it's like I was the, the fighter. Yep. Let me, let me play something that is something completely support. Yeah. And we're not talking medicine and we're not talking healing and we're not talking, you know, this is completely back in support. Logistical, almost you know entirely yeah you know oh you want to make sure you got potions great you want to make sure that oh new new towns members who come in who absolutely have nothing rather than the linoleum armor and 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 the couch cushion axe you know and and they don't have anything oh well welcome to town here here's a nice little you know batch of of stuff from the town a starter (laughs) kit yeah here's your newbie starter kit exactly that's what we should make Oh, we do. Oh, we do. All right. So. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? But, you know, have somebody that has that ability, uh, who has that in, uh, interaction with the rest of the town, who can be, I don't want to say a front man, but who can come up and say, I fill this role. Here's your noob starter kit. Here's your noob starter kit. You need something, you come to me. You need something, you, you know, who kind of helps funny. them out. Yeah, so Steve says in reference to the artisan, he says, yeah, I played that game. Right. Decided it wasn't for me, so I probably won't pick up more than basic production on future characters. And that's fine. Yeah, it's not for everybody. But you can't retire Leoran. I'm just saying, you can't retire. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> you probably yeah. won't anyway, just because Steve's a great guy. But, um, you know, there's... there's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he retired him. Shh. 
did that. You got to bring him out of. You got to dust him off. Should, yeah, because I actually <laughs> went to him for. Yeah, you can still do it, but, it, like, but, uh, but it's, I won't be there to give it to you. Well, you can do it, but it's I, I don't know. It's something yeah. obscene. Yeah. So. You know. But still, you know, it, it, they fill that niche. Oh yeah. You know, and and if you can find people that do that, like like I said, you know, right now, uh, do we have the scoundrel? Do we have the swashbuckler? Do we have the defender? Do we have you know the frontline tank? Do we have you know the bar? Do we have this? Yeah, you know. Do we have the person who sits back in the back who, I don't want to say manipulates the scene because that's not really the words I'm looking for, but you know who 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 enables who enables the the, the logistical back end? Yeah. Do we need that? Obviously, because we've seen a time without it. I mean, you can remember. Uh, I love you, Steve. But you can remember wind back in the day. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had everything, everything, including the beer. Mm-hmm. But you know, uh, you know, this one person, and it's great. He he did what he wanted to do, and and that's marvelous. But you know, you still have PCs who are even five, six hundred skill points who are like. Yeah, I, I just don't have, you know, the, the, the items, you know. I, I can only have three magic items. No. You're going to have three legacy items. Mm-hmm. You're only limited in active stuff you're using by what the skill, you know, one ring or, you know, one, one, you know, set of armor or one this or one that. And that's fine. But you can still do that. You can make up. You you can round your character out. You just go and talk to the person who's the logistical logistical specialist who can help you get that. Man, that's spoken like a politician right there. No merchant, mm-hmm. merchant. Mm-hmm. Same difference. <laughs> Same difference. <laughs> but again, that fills that niche. Yeah. Yeah, I've only got one legacy item, but man, do I love it. Oh yeah. Well, come talk to Tarquin, baby. Where is it? Where do you, where do you keep it on? It's his armor. Oh, it's his ring. Sorry. His armor he had made. I'm being facetious. Yeah, I know. What ring? Yeah, I know, right? That <laughs> <laughs> didn't work so, so, so well with Crow. What axe? Dang it! <laughs> yeah. All right, so go ahead and read the <coughs> second ability because we already read the first one. All right, so... Okay, the artisan's examination ability. No, above that. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, logistics. Uh, gain the ability to craft one level one production item from one of the following. Um, sorry, from one of the base crafting skills that you are trained in without spending um, any coin production points. Actually, it's pretty cool. Got you covered, Boge. Alternatively, if you are trained in artificing, you may install an augment um, at logistics without expending any of any infusion points wow mm-hmm. you may um it's, it, you it's must helpful. be trained in the correct infusion to install this augment sorry so i have a question because i know nothing about this right it seems like the the be all end all of crafting is infusion like our modules people are like we need infusion points we need infusion uh, points. it's not be all end all think think of infusion as coin it costs something to do something. It costs components. It costs infusion, okay. which can be done as components. Yeah. Okay. So, so you have to have a certain amount of component value yeah. to infuse into what you're doing. And what, and what that's doing, it's think of it kind of like as a representation of energy or effort. Yeah. 
Right. But I we, never seen someone say, I need a weaponsmith. I need one now. No, it's I need I need a I need infusion points. Well, yeah. you need infusion points and the weaponsmith. And, and they because are you huge. need the infusion points and the individual who's doing the crafting. Yeah. Or the artisan or sorry, the 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 artificer in order to actually do whatever it is you're doing. Sorry. So you need the 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 fuel to burn and then the individual to burn it. Right. Yeah. Is essentially what it is. Good. And I'm not, simplifying that greatly. And infusion points sometimes are hard to come across. So sometimes. again, that's what merchants are for. See, and I used to I had a ton <laughs> saved up and they all expired. That's what merchants are for. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just like getting them. I like getting them. Uh, see, I see, are all components used yeah. exactly. So let's see. We got a few. Uh, Nevit says Boji needs a new fainting betrayal elixir. Yeah, that was super awesome. <laughs> He's looking at Tarkin. Got you covered. And then Steve <laughs> says Artifice is the non-magical version of ritual magic. Yeah, we went over that too. And right. And Infusion Points is the components used. So, episode six, I think we went over ritual magic. I'm not sure. I'm I'm not into ritual magic. Yeah. I'm I'm because ritual magic is I more. I don't think six is up yet though. No. Okay. okay. Uh, as far as talk, that might be the way I go on my next character, I don't know. But like I said, I wanted to focus on a completely different thing. Merchants, in my opinion, are like like Stephen said before, they're the non-magical yeah. version. So you can go into artificing and you actually create things. Mm-hmm. And it's specifically, again, from my perspective, uh, uh, associated with merchants. Now you can go ritual, but in my opinion, that would be more along the lines of associated with magical, arcane. Uh, uh, at this point, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of looking at, um, Josh, what's character, uh, the one he, uh, he's now the wizard of blah, blah, blah. Josh is going to smack me. Um, <laughs> um, uh, uh, anyways, Reginald? It, yeah, Reginald, Reggie, uh, you know, he was, he was, uh, into rituals, you know, and, and that's fine. And that's great. But again, from my perspective, the way that I had Tarquin looking and everything, you mm-hmm. know, uh, from the merchant, it would be the non-magical artificing. Next time, maybe go into the more magical aspect of rituals. So, now it says, Boji is starting to get into crafting, was hoping to be an artificer by weekend season, but probably won't have enough skill points now because of the virus affecting games, sad face. And then, yeah, he just, Steve confirmed it's Reginald Sage and Falcon. Right, thank you. So. Which, uh, he, he's the big daddy of, say, uh, uh, of Falcon Crest he when was, it comes to wizards and... and he and was the Oprah of Witcher. <laughs> <laughs> Come right on, on down. Right on, Dad. Right you on. get a car. You get a car. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to call him that next time. Mm. You the Oprah of, of rituals. Uh, That's Reggie. funny. <laughs> and then run really fast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Love the scoundrel show of address... But dresses waits for no one. Fun to watch you guys. I'm off to work. Okay. All right. Take okay. care. Thanks See for ya. being here. Uh, scoundrels. I don't know what you're talking about. We're not scoundrels. No. I'm, I'm an honest merchant, and he's an honest sailor. And together, we make an honest merchant sailor. Wow. Oh, that's pretty, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty See? Booyah, baby. <laughs> I will read this next ability here. So, once for logistics, gain one use of the artisan's examination ability. Uh, cost so artisan's examination. You can examine up to five different items, mundane or magical level one through three, and discover the properties of those items, generally revealed on an item card. This ability also 
reveals any activation phrase on the items and may reveal other information about magic or mundane objects at Marshall's discretion. To use this ability, you must call Artisan's Examination and roleplay the examination of the items for 30 seconds. I would, I would have to have a magnifying glass. Yeah. <laughs> you get one of those eye ones? Yeah, one of those. Quack! That would be cool. <laughs> uh, Devin says, Jovi is not a scoundrel. No, I'm not. There was a while everyone kept rumoring that I was a necromancer because of my... Remember that pendant I have with the three he, skulls on Are you sure it? he's not a necromancer? Yeah. I think it's possible. <laughs> yeah, Leave my coin alone. Put my coin back. I did. No, you didn't. I did. Not all of it. Most of it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so go ahead right. and read the next ability. At logistics, gain plus one production point, uh, which can be allocated to any single production skill you possess. Cool. You know, don't get me wrong, for a level one class ability, you know, and again, the, this is for every logistics. It costs four skill points. Um, and the cool thing is <laughs> if you get multiple uh, production uh, classes, classes, no, if you get multiple production skills, you can flip-flop that extra production point to any one of those that you want. So that's actually really cool. <laughs> Doggy down. He keeps petting. Oh, like, can't help it. He's never going to leave. Okay, so I, I can't pet you anymore. So he is a scoundrel. See, he's <laughs> petting the puppy. Uh, Boji says, might have to kill my brother if that's the case. If I'm a, if I'm uh, see, I told you. No. <laughs> can you prove it? <laughs> Caramon versus Rasmus. Ah. Ah. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> All right, what's the next one? I think we need to scroll. We do need to scroll. Sorry. Oh, level two. That would be you. Uh, when creating a um, schema, let's say something else. <laughs> when creating a schema or a diagram using artificing, add six months to the expiration date. That seems pretty cool. That's cool. If I know what a schema or a diagram was, that'd be pretty cool. Schema is what allows you to, uh, it gives you bonuses when you're learning. Uh, to craft something. Is that why people always are rolling dice? Because I have yes. no clue. All right. Yes and yes. yes. Okay. Yes. All right. I have no clue. That's like yes. But you that. can also use schema to create something if you don't already have the formula uh, knowledge about it. Okay. This will give you the standard creation, um, a total of twelve months Instead rather than six months. Six. Additionally, the production uh, point cost for creating uh, schemas is removed from the cost. The association, oh. the associate dust is still required. That is huge. So I mean, j just read that last sentence again, because I just want to okay, make sure um, you got it. The association. No, additionally. Uh, uh, the second to last. <laughs> additionally, yes, you said last. Additionally, the production cost of creating. You want to just keep on saying that word. Schema <laughs> is, is removed from the cost. Right. So, so anybody who creates a schema. Uh -huh. Okay, so normally it costs production points to create a schema. Right. Okay. And the schema is, again, a think of it kind of like blueprint. the recipe. It's a blueprint. Right, it's a oh, blueprint. Okay. okay, and anybody who doesn't already have the knowledge memorized mm -hmm. or in their repertoire, have to mm -hmm. either A, have to roll to learn that, that formula and put it into their repertoire, in which case the schema will give them a modifier, uh, uh, a bonus modifier to learn and add that to their repertoire. 
or they can use the schema to go ahead and produce it once. But it burns. Why? It's only a one-time use? Yeah, unless... Uh, there are certain stipulations on it, but essentially wow. it's a one-time pow. Okay. You use it, and it's burnt. I didn't realize that. That means what Banner did for me means a lot more than I thought it did. So Correct me if I'm wrong, Steve, because if I'm wrong, you need to kind of smack me down, but I believe that's how it is unless, the, unless you have a, a, a certain lab or, or you know one, one of the artisan facilities to help you, and it's modified. Yeah. Yeah. I requested an ability, and right. it's like, but, I don't but, have that's, it, but I got the schema. Just right, for that's you. one. Of, that's why the schemas are so valuable. So wow. having a zero production point cost. Uh, oh, sorry. What I was talking about is using the schema. Uh, uh, somebody of artificing capability can actually use the schema to create the artificing item, but it burns the schema unless you have something that allows the schema to survive. Like a, a modified lab or something. Yeah. Is that is that the case? I believe that's it. But yeah. yeah, we're waiting for him to comment back. But that that's what makes the schema so so powerful. Yeah. I mean, we don't really see it that much again because we don't have a lot of crafters. We don't have a lot of people, the, those middlemen, in my opinion, who who say, "Hey, by the way, we can do this." Mm -hmm. You know, let's let's use this schema. Let's get this person to get what you know everybody else needs because there's not a lot of people who go in and spend the time to research. You know, who wants what, how to make it happen, and, and, you know, who has those skills or who has the schema readily available. Um, and then being able to turn around and have that schema uh, uh, expiration date be six months longer than the that's standard. That's pretty huge. That is huge. Even so no cost that. in 12 months. That's, that's, that's big time. Sorry, I was distracted because you have a VCR over there. A VCR TV, that's pretty So huge. no idea. Yeah, so well, thanks, Dave. Steve says the current version of what schema do was created after I retired the orange, so no idea. You're so helpful. Go have a beer. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Uh, next ability is once per logistics, gain the ability to use a craft hall's empowerment ability twice within the craft hall listed time duration, usually four hours. You may choose to use different craft hall empowerment abilities if applicable. Huge. Again, this is this goes back to the craft hall. Your standard craft hall does X. Your, you know, but your you modifies do, do Y. Right. You can only do it once. This allows you to you know, uh, use it twice within the, uh, the listed uh, uh, time duration. So if you have a modified craft hall, you know, you have the ability to bam, bam, do it on two different items for a time duration of four hours. I'm still, I'm still a little hesitant on that. This, this is one of my things that I'm looking uh, uh, to maybe talk to uh, uh, the high and mighty ancestors who deal with rules and everything to, to kind of help modify craft halls a little bit more, mm. some of the rules. Because again, I don't really think there's a lot of people who have the knowledge as to what what these things do. They're still yeah. kind of almost like a black box. Yeah. But anyways. Uh, the next one I think is mine. It's skill addition gain one of the following. At logistics either. Uh, gain the ability to reduce the coin cost of any research role or proficiency role you make for artificing by 20 copper. Cost 12 skill points. Eh, that's kind of cool. Uh, or what you can do is add logistics, gain the ability to pay double coin cost and double all component requirements for an item upon creation to set an expiration date of two years. All right. If the entire crafted item does not have a component requirement, you must pay a total of three times the coin cost uh, to use this ability. Cost 15 skill points. That's Humongous! Crazy. 
two years. Because normally the maximum time frame you can do is one year. Because you you know you you do the six months expiration. If you double it, uh, if you double the coin cost, you can kick that out to a year. Yep. All right. But this turns around and says, okay, you can double double. Double double. Double double, baby. Double quarter pounder. I know. And you get a grand total of two year expiration. Two years. Do you have me sold? Sign me up. Done. All right. I'll have you sign a contract with Tarquin, baby. Yeah, right. <laughs> Steve says it's really expensive really fast. Yeah, but it's so worth it. Yeah. It is so worth it. Okay. Next one. Next one. At Logistics gain plus one production points, which can be uh, allocated uh, to any single production skill you possess, chosen at Logistics, total of plus two production points. Additionally, when crafting item at Logistics, Gain the ability to substitute any single standard crafting component from the core rulebook with a standard crafting component of equal or higher value. For example, expend a red ruby dust instead of expending a fade root. Okay. All right. So if you do that, Tarquin's going to smack you uh, because if ever you're going to expend a red ruby dust for a fade root, I will smack you. You yeah, just come talk to me. Red ruby dust yeah, but, but, smack the but basically they're saying as long as it's the same item level for the production. Well, there is no item level when it comes to. See how much I know. Don't listen to me, anybody. I don't <laughs> have no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, uh, I mean, there are upsides and downsides, but yes, what it is is. If you have like a grundle of fade root, this gives you the ability to say, "Oh, instead of a red ruby dust, I'm going to expend a fade root. Have a nice day." Um, you know, which it still seems cool. pretty cool. Oh, it is cool. Don't get me wrong, because if you're if don't. if you're an artificer and you know you need to use onyx, but you don't have onyx, you have a way of getting onyx, but you can sit there and get red ruby dust or fade root or something else like this. It's it can be a pain in the hoo hoo to actually find that onyx if you can't find it. But if you've got this ability, eh, I'll just throw a favor in there. Right. So uh, Steve says that really depends <laughs> on what's being made. It'll depend on the price. Yeah. And then he says fade root is five silver, whereas red ruby dust is two and a half gold. Seems like a fair See? deal to me. Oh yeah. <laughs> Again, mm-hmm. come talk to Tarquin. <laughs> Don't talk to me. I'm with you, man. So. All right, so that's all the level two abilities. Level three, at logistics, gain plus two months to the expiration date of any consumable implement, crafting dust, or augment you create. Does not expand duration of harvested components, for instance. Yeah. These two extra months are not doubled or quadrupled if you create an item with an extended expiration. That's cool. Oh, yeah. I mean, like I said, again, you've got the differences between dusts. And items that you harvest. Yeah. Dust, you know, you, you get the three dusts. Mm-hmm. You know, the Tellurian, the Celestial, and the Philosophers. So this doesn't, I mean, I any, any I of these, instead of the standard six months, you got eight, eight months. So if you, you, can, yeah. you can make these all day long. I mean, the, I'll, I'll be honest with you, as a merchant who's doing this, that's bread and butter. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, if, you, if you have access to all three of these easily, especially if it's an eight-month duration, I mean, these, these, these three dusts are pretty much required. You can pretty much be guaranteed that some aspect of these dusts are going to be used in the creation of, of probably at least 60% of the items that are going to be created in artificing. Yeah. So having the ability to have that extended... Why don't you have this if you know so much about it? Who says I don't? Well, you said you didn't. You said you thought real hard about it. Oh, oh, you're talking Master Artisan. Yeah. I know, I thought real hard about it, but... Eh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still contemplating. Shut up. Move on. So Anyways, uh, <laughs> I guess I'm the next one, aren't I? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, let's see, that was that one. Okay, skill addition under level three. Gain one of the following. At logistics when making an artificing proficiency roll. Did we already do it? No. Uh, gain a plus 5% stackable increase uh, to that roll. This does not apply uh, when making uh, rolls on infusions. Meh. Okay, again, that's kind of cool. Um, hey, but it's just from one learning. Die roll. If it's not one I, I, die I know. Roll. I, I, again, this, this, this is kind of where I was going. Master artisan. Eh. I'll tell you, so it's, only take that, like, it's only take that one roll where you beat the roll it by, does. One, by one point. Oh, by one percent. Exactly. And then you're kicking yourself for not. I'm with you. Okay. okay. Uh, the other option is instead of gaining the, the uh, stackable bonus, um, what you can do is that logistics when crafting a first or second level production item, uh, the coin requirement is reduced to zero. This is only for production items with the standard duration. Uh, if you... If you do increase the item's duration, the coin cost uh, required uh, is one times the value instead of two uh, value or two times the value if using the two-year duration uh, increase ability. Um, again, cost is 10. Again, this is pretty cool, but you know, it's, it's kind of like, you know, these are production items. They're cool. They're nice little, you know, little tidbits to, to kind of throw in there. Um, and there you go. I mean, I, I, I'm sure that there are other producers who've had the, uh, this in the past or who have this options in the past, you know, who have their feelings towards it. And that's fine. Do you, you do scroll down one? a yep, little yep. bit? Oh, uh, gain plus two production points, uh, which can be allocated to any single production skill that you possess. Uh, chosen logistics, total plus four production points, cost is 10. Mm -hmm. uh, that seems pretty cool if I understood. Yeah, it, essentially what that is is that saying you're gaining, uh, for all intents and purposes, the 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 ability to have uh, plus two levels uh, mm -hmm. in any uh, prof uh, profession. Yep. So you know, have, have and the, and the biggest difference is that you 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 can you can mix and match these mm -hmm. four skill you know four production points. So I need right. oh I need a little bit more in alchemy this time. If you have multiple right, right. Uh, product, I need a little bit more in alchemy. Oh, I might need a little bit more in uh, uh, scroll making. Oh, I might need a little bit more of this. Or if you're artificing, you know, when you got a production point cost over there, it, it, being able to sit there and have that flexibility is neat. Yep, it, it it is kind of worth it, which is which is cool. And the last ability at level three is all times gain the ability to legacy bond one augment or implement of your own creation. The assigned legacy cost of the item is the standard coin cost for creating the item at six months duration. If you bond an implement, only the implement itself becomes bonded. You may choose to include any augment of your own creation which are installed in the implement. With each bonded augment increases the overall legacy cost of the item. Note, in some cases, the legacy cost of bonding an item may need to be adjusted at plot discretion. Oh, yeah. Again, very expensive. Uh, but for very specific uh, uh, items, it's very cool. <laughs> yeah. All you have to do is ask Crow. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I don't know if he has this, but I do know that having an item bonded to you is very cool. Mm -hmm. I, I can, now that we read this, I mean, you know, you, let's say you picture yourself as someone who's creating a fighter, goes third level on this, goes second level on some other fighter skill. And this is like a long-term, like I want to picture this like a gnome tinkerer, right? They create so much stuff on them that um, 
that they have so many other diverse skills that are just right. item based, yep. right? Because they created all this stuff and they're just, I mean, it's pretty darn cool. Actually. That's what I'm talking about. See, yeah. now you're starting to see the power. This yeah, is what I'm not reading more into it. <laughs> now that we discussed it, delete it. No, I mean, seriously, I mean, pretty cool class. Yeah. And, and that's what I was saying. I was going back and forth. I was thinking really hard at this because going down that complete logistical path mm-hmm. makes complete and utter sense. Mm-hmm. But though Tarquin is helping to facilitate that and, and manage it, I he doesn't he want to produce us. it. I can't believe you haven't gone down here. I know. Now he's just trying to, 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 to guilt trip. <laughs> <laughs> But I figured because nobody else, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that you never really touched Master Artisan because a lot of people, uh, yeah, you know, they, they don't go down the Master well, yeah, they Artisan. Don't, they don't yeah. see the plus to damage. They don't see the force skill or whatever it is. Right. Or assassinate, whatever exactly. it is. And they say, peace out. Right? Yeah. They, you know, it's like, oh, I can't do that. I don't understand it. I'm going to go down. I'm, I'm going to go with what I know. And that's fine. You know, that that's one of the reasons why you have people like Tarquin, like other body. You know, if somebody else so decides wait, to go down. Are you going to take it then? Master artist at this? No. But then when you say what, like, like? No, I'm talking about the the logistical support concept. Oh. You know, somebody who you, you got a lot of people not necessarily focusing on the class, but they they have a lot of people who don't who, try to pedal your wares on you. I will try and pedal my wares. I am a peddler. <laughs> you you asking? You, you're gonna ask anybody, especially all the new PCs who've come into game. Uh, Tarquin tries to approach him. I, I said, hey, anything you need, I'm your man. Yeah. Anything. Mm-hmm. Anybody and everybody. You need it, I can get it. Mm-hmm. And I, I try my darndest to get it. That's great. <laughs> He's not even looking at me. <laughs> Uh-oh. Okay. Alright, well, we've been at this for 3 hours and 15 minutes. I don't know how much longer you guys I'm, 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 I'm pretty good. I'm yeah, good. I think we're I think we're feeling the end of it. So, uh, so we're going to go ahead and end here. we got to talk about a few things. So, this is the last episode of this season due to, yeah, due to real world complications. So, I don't know, yeah, I don't know when we're going to be back. Uh, basically, when this all blows over. So, I, I can't give you guys... Um, when we're going to be back on season three, I don't know yet. So, Tentative, let's go May 1st. Yeah, for now, May, we'll, May, we'll see what's going on. Where Keep So, uh, can you link my Twitter real quick? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I have a Twitter and I have a Discord. I'll let you guys know what's going on there. So, if you want to follow me on Twitter and Discord to get updates on what's going on when we're starting again. Sorry. Yeah, I think it's... I'm not sure. I like the idea. Um, so yeah, follow me on Twitter and I'll keep you guys updated on there. Uh, the next thing is, is what do we want to do for season three? Do I want to know what my viewers want? want. So do we stick with Mythic Realms and cover some more things and then just start doing this BS? I mean, because... I'm running out of I'm running out of topics. Like we I can have do a great week, topic. we can do weekend time prep. Uh, families. Bring me in a makeup artist and do talk about makeup. <gasps> makeup. We've yes. talked about the requirements for racial makeup, but we haven't really gone into like. Oh yeah, definitely do racial makeup. Dude. Yeah, no, we've actually, already done. Like, we, like or or just uh, yeah. Dale in here and how to do simple 
week makeup for weekenders. Yeah. Right. Again, it goes into costume. Okay. So we can do that. So I mean, I can come up with a few things, but uh, yeah, uh, Nevins or Boji says bacon episode. But I want to know what you guys want, so please either put in chat now or leave a comment on the YouTube. I really like this format too, where they tell the stories. Yeah. Well, that's what it would. That's what it would devolve down to. Oh Lord, yeah. That's what it would devolve to after after I run out of uh, topics would just be me bringing people in and telling stories, which is fun. Bacon. Bacon in your LARP character, yeah. So please on YouTube, if you're watching this, leave me a comment of what you would like to see uh, on spot. If you listen to the podcast, go to the YouTube. And leave a comment. Um, all episodes should be caught up by the end of the week. Okay, all episodes should be. So that's <laughs> the next thing we need to talk I'm about. <laughs> is on Wednesdays we upload to YouTube and to the podcast. We're a little behind, but we should be caught up by this week. Um, so, um, yeah, so go ahead. But, yeah, let me know what you guys want to see for season three. I want to know what you guys want to do. We can do another LARP if you want. Um, we can go into Alliance. We can do a lot of different things. Um, this season, though, we've been talking about Mythic Realms. This is the website for Mythic Realms. So you, anything we've been talking about, you can see here on Mythic Realms, different events. Right now, we've gone into Discord. I really thought about getting a link to the Discord so you guys could see that, but I don't have it right did, now. Did, did you guys link uh, this to... Yeah, you're doing Discord. school. cool. Uh, do you have this link to the Mythic Realms website? Uh, I need to talk to the right people oh, about yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because do that, dude. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, a Facebook page is supposed to have done it. I don't think it's been done yet. But yeah, we can look at that. Now's yeah. a good time to do it. Yeah. What the heck else is anybody else doing? Yeah. So, uh, and I've been doing this. It's been a lot of fun. We've seen some people show up because of it, so that's been great. Oh yeah, most definitely. Uh, this yeah. Is your Discord server. Killer man. Um, Killer. This is my Discord again, where I'll keep you updated on what's going on. So keep that. I don't have the Discord link for the for the Mythic Realm, so I'll have to try to get that. But uh, okay. Next thing we need to talk about is uh, we filmed this here at the Ascendance Gaming Center. This would not be possible without this location because I don't have enough space at home for this. So thank um, you, thank you guys for doing that. Yeah, so they here's got the VR here too. It's pretty cool. Yeah, they got VR. They've got four Ultra machines, so you can come play whatever Satisfactory because that's pretty PC dependent. So you can come play Satisfactory on the highest settings. Watch all your automated stuff go. It's awesome. And they're still um, open. Yeah. For now. And they're still open. <laughs> For, now, For now. We we are limited to ten people at a time, so take that into consideration. But you have to be ten feet away from each of the person, <laughs> so you can't sit yeah, there and high five. Just rub elbows. Yeah. Long distance. So I mean with everything going on, they're still open, uh, with the limitations that have been set on them by the government, so there's not a whole lot they can do there. Uh, but come in and please support them. Especially the VR. The VR is cool. They've got the the infinity or whatever where they have access to like eight hundred some odd like I can't even say how many games yeah, there are because there's too many. Like that, yeah. 800 plus, yeah. Yeah, 800 plus, easy. There's a ton of games on that there. That falls into the lots category. When you, when you got more than two, that's <laughs> lots. So 800 is, oh! Yeah, didn't you win the, the gift card for here? And he didn't even use it. <laughs> I have no idea. Maybe you, Ari did. Yeah, no, I think you did. You did were going with Ari and then Evan. Then, anyway, we'll talk about that later. But uh, I might get smacked. <laughs> No, I should fine. probably give it to my son because, you know, knowing Ari, he'd be like, oh. Yeah. They're fun. They're He's a gaming really, zombie. Yeah. Well, he could even he could shoot zombies in VR now, so there you go. No, he'd miss them. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, it's crazy fun. But, uh, so, yeah, a lot of, I really appreciate Ascendance Gaming Center. So. Hello. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a nice location. It's a nice place. Um, 
think that's all of them. We talked about uploading on Wednesday. Those are the links for the the podcast and for the YouTube. And that's the link for Mythic Realms. Yeah. And that's and the link for Ascendance. Sure. And we'll be all caught up on YouTube and podcast this week. So Yep. Podcast. TNT Merchantile Exchange. Yeah. Always lives. Uh, podcast <laughs> is available on Spotify and Google and, and Apple Podcasts and a few others that I don't even know. Yeah, we're like on five or six. Yeah, we're on quite a few oh, now, cool. so that's way cool. cool. So, but yeah, please leave me a comment of what you guys would like to see for Season 3. Either a new LARP or continue with Mythic Realms. Or half and half it even. We can do half episodes of Mythic Realms, half and something else. episodes of other LARPs. Yeah, we can do just one episode real quick. Catch on it. So whatever you guys want to see, let me know. Leave me a comment on the YouTube. Um, other than that, thanks guys for being here. I appreciate it. Getting backgrounds was an important thing that I wanted to talk about. Oh gosh, gotcha. it's super huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get that for new players coming in. Most so, um, and again, you know, long story short, going all the way back, because if you have no clue, ask one of the people in in game. Yep. That everybody, uh, unfortunately, everybody here has an opinion. <laughs> and the, the player emissary right now is awesome. Oh yeah, well, and we I, have, think we, I think we've got a joint player. We do. Yeah, we have two. I know one of them. So they're huge. So. Yeah. I mean, and and they are more than helpful. They're 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 more than willing to sit down and, and talk to you, or you know maybe have some recommendations yep. for you to go talk to other people. Yep. And, we'll go, you know, like oh, you want to come from that country? Well, this guy's from there too. Maybe go talk to him right. about some recommendations. Or you have Boom. no idea what country it yep. is. That's fine. Just sit yep. there and just talk to people. Yep. And and go from there. Yep, uh, Nevitt says that your imagination, your imagination is, the is the limit, baby. But if you need help, just talk to people because we are a community and we are there for each other and we love new players. Mm-hmm. Love it. We had someone show up just a few weeks ago, ecstatic. Recognized me. I loved it. It was awesome. <laughs> and he's just like, it's all about me. Well, I, had my, <laughs> about I had my 15 seconds of fame. It was awesome. <laughs> I won't lie, man. I won't lie. It was pretty cool. But, and apparently we've had others show up that I wasn't there. So I've missed oh, out awesome. on some. But... That's what I've been told by some of hey, the cool, players. That's player awesome. Yeah, by all means. Some, yeah, so. I mean, Mythic, I, 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 I like LARPing. Don't get me wrong. I think LARPing is awesome. Uh, but there's a reason why I've been, you know, why, why I left uh, Mythic and why I came back. Yeah. And, and why I came back with my littles. Yeah. You know, and. and thanks, so you guys. So thanks for being here. Thanks, everyone in, uh, give me in back audience my coin. for being here. <laughs> he did. He did. Oh, <laughs> This is the guy who's not a white knight. <laughs> so. I told you he was a, a necromancer in disguise. Yeah, totally. No! No! Thanks, you guys, for being here. Thanks, everyone in chat. And hopefully, I see you guys all whenever season three starts. See y'all later.